Hello and welcome to a very different, very special episode of Dickish at Best that we are not sure is going to be a main episode or a bonus, but it'll be up. <laughs> um, We're not going to air this. Here's the sad part. Uh, as you can probably see if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, Blaze and Saul are both not able to be here for this. Uh, we, we had plans him. for Blaze to be here, but uh, his his body said, fuck that. And, you know, just went on about his business. And Saul had to work and could not be here. So things and happen. And that's crappy because, uh, actually, I have never met Saul. But I was really looking forward to, like, just shooting the shit with him for yeah, a minute. Yeah, absolutely, you know? yeah. And and Blaze, of course. That, that dude, I love Blaze. See, it's so. Blaze, whenever he called me, because he texted me and said, I'm getting right. dressed and trying to get up and walk around and see if it helps. Yeah. And then he says to me, he goes, uh, he just calls me, like, Eight minutes later, he's like, "Dude, I've been trying, but I keep having to sit back down." I was like, and he kept being like, "I, I can kind of, I can come." I'm like, "Dude, just chill. Yeah, don't, don't worry about don't, it. Don't do it's like that we'll figure it yourself. out." And I think, I think me and you've already essentially agreed that by the time that we get done with all this, we'll just have you back on another time. It doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, the, yeah, it's not like I'm, it's not <laughs> like I'm five thousand miles away. I'm just for you now. Know, I'm for now. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, sixty minutes down the road. I can any weekend almost just hop down. Yeah, exactly. And be here. God, and see, that's why I was. I couldn't remember how far along, how far away it was. You know. You know? Yeah, I couldn't remember. I'm not going to say where. No, that's hush, okay. Hush. That's okay. I've <laughs> nah. already told people. I've already told people. Tiny, tiny little town called Horatio. Well, there you go. Um, I didn't. I, I didn't say it. That's all that matters. That's fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, if y'all are not aware, and you may be just by noticing a familiar face, this is Mr. Kurt Connor, my longtime friend. At this point, six yeah. six years, six seven, I think, almost seven. Yeah, very close to seven. Yep. Yes. Uh, anyway, he is was one of my coworkers a long while back, and he's recently gotten famous for a video that or, he posted to Reddit or, or infamous. Infamous, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, you may have seen. Uh, I'm sure that most of the people who listen to this probably at least know who Billie Eilish is, um, or you know, <laughs> and if you William don't, Eilish. where have you been? <laughs> yeah, but I'm 38 <laughs> and I know who Billie Eilish is. What are you doing? But he posted a uh, a parody called "Dad Guy" of her song "Bad Guy," of course, and. He, I, I want to start with this part, and then we're going to go back from there because I just think it's hilarious. Okay. The best part about the fact that this song blew up is that the day that he posted it, he shoots me a message and goes, hey, man, dig this. And I click on it, listen to it, I laugh. I'm like, this is great. right? But I've done this before. You right. sent me that coffee rush thing forever sure. ago back. I said, yeah, yeah, okay, awesome, great video. And I'm like, surely this will do well. <laughs> and, I, and I did not think that at all. So the conversation from there devolved into... Him, you know, we were talking about this. He's like, how's your show stuff doing, you know? And, uh, and we were, I, was, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, we have, uh, you know, we get so many views, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. We found an audience that consistently listens to us, and that's what we appreciate. And, and, it's, and it's awesome, by the way, that you guys are listening to their stuff, and uh, I wish you would listen to mine. <laughs> Don't be jealous. I told, if anything, I, I told get to my be jealous. People, I told my people to come listen to you guys, by the way. I know. I threw it like right out there in live chat when we premiered yep. the other video. And again, that's not the reason I even joined it. But right. I appreciate it nonetheless. And you know, I look out for my people. what's funny is like, I'm going to be on this podcast and I'm like, shit, here goes Kurt being a nice guy, throwing, giving his 15 minutes of fame and throwing us a little bone. And I'm not even on the right account for it. So I was like, switch. <laughs> 
I've got to be back. <laughs> Swapped over, and people were like, hey, where'd that one guy go? Who's this other guy? What are you? You have a podcast? Is it about video games? Well, there's the one that's about video games. The other one's just dick jokes all the time. So <laughs> I I really seriously thought when we, when we land on this name, I was like, how often do we have to throw in dick jokes in this show to make this name make sense? But I also have a great story about that that I haven't told you <laughs> uh, about, not dick jokes, but about the name uh, that you may have caught if you, because I know you said you went back and listened right, to a couple yeah. of episodes just to kind of get a vibe. I had to catch up so I would know where, where we were at um, in the story. And I think it's been long enough that you may not have seen it. But either way, that conversation was on Facebook, Facebook Messenger. We're just going back and forth, and we're talking about it. I say, yeah, you know, we have a great community, people that we talk to all the time, play with us, constantly give us feedback and their thoughts on things, which is awesome. And uh, I started I started telling him about Patreon, which at the time I think he was ignorant of. I, would, I don't I, think I you mean, were, I knew it existed. But you didn't but, quite understand what it was. I mean, I kind of knew what it was. I knew that the idea was, you know, that you have a, a, a base of people who are supporting you in your uh, artistic pursuits or your... Whatever you want to say. Right, yeah. or, whatever, or whatever it may be. And I thought that was cool. But, then, but I was like, I just don't want to seem like I'm out here like begging people to give me money to act like a moron all the time. See, and we're a little different because we started with Triangle Squared, which is a very structured, family-friendly, right, right. more reasonable Super show. Super PG, yeah. you know, and and, and I focused, threw a, I threw a fuck on... in there on accident the other day, <laughs> and, Bla- and Saul said, don't worry, it's PG. So since we've always you, said it's PG, you get, one. you get one. Yeah. Right. But uh, the conversation ended up going where it was. it came down from, you know, I started telling about that. I was like, you know, thankfully we have great community. We make about, you know, we get a hundred, uh, and it's changed a few times. We, we make on average about a hundred to one hundred and five is what we're at right now uh, dollars a month from you guys. But thank you. Uh, and you know, it was just going through him. He was like, the funniest part was that he was messaging me like he's completely unaware of what these things are and surprised. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you're this is mind boggling to me that you have that many. He's like, well, how do you find an audience? And and yeah, I started telling him kind of how no, we got that. I was I was totally perplexed as I was like, and plus the video hadn't even done anything yet at that point. Exactly, you were at still like sixty seven views, right? And so I was like, how do you find it? Like you 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 got this whole YouTube channel built on the on this this thing and and the other. Uh, pod, the two podcasts, which one was, you know, this one's relatively new compared to the other. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, how did you find in such a, like a kind of a felt like a short time, but it's not, not, you at know, all. <laughs> and, and, and this audience who's willing to, you know, basically help and support you and, and you guys in this endeavor. How did you guys do that? And I was totally mine. Just, just <laughs> like this. And you were like, you'll find an audience. <laughs> and then, <laughs> Yes, and then that was the greatest part is, you know, we, we pretty much left it on, and I got, I got what he meant. It, it, right? The, the question of it is is that we go about things very differently. Right. When you create things, you put them on your personal Facebook, uh, and partially because you create for your friends, and you're like, you know, my friends will find this funny, and you know that, and you put right. it out there, right? But the way I've always gone about At this, most people do not even know that I do this because I'm pretty tight-lipped about it. Right. I don't really just – air my Facebook constantly saying that I do this and I do that. I don't even have a person. I have a personal Twitter that I very seldom use and I don't even really talk about this that much on it. Uh, I pretty much use our Triangle Squared one as my personal Twitter just because it works that way and it's the show of, as much as I love this show and this is really my favorite show to do from a 
essentially from the act of actually doing right, it. Right. It's it's just fun and hilarious and loose and it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's the difference being is that you're you were looking at it as like how do you find an audience full of people who don't know who who didn't know you prior right. versus you know me. It's like there's some people who may find it organically or whatever, but for the most part, it is people that I already knew and they're watching it because it, that's just that's life, right? Yeah, it's like you have people that will support you just because they know you, and, but then you get to that point. It's like, well, do they really like it? Or are they just being friendly? Exactly. You know, I've, I've said this on something, another show or something that it, when I put the video out, I, th- I thought it was going to get like 20 views tops that 18 of those were going to be mom, go, like my mom going, Oh, that's nice. And then one of them was going to be my dad going, I don't get it. And then the, the last view would be me. <laughs> and that was going to be it. Well, maybe like three or four more views because I really love myself like a lot. Switch I'm to the closet. Like thumbs I am, up. I, if you subscribe. think I, if you think I don't like my own shit, if you think if you think I don't thumbs up my own shit every time, you are wrong. That's that, that's classic, right? Yep. I don't, but that's, I don't even think about it. I do it now. I, I'm doing it now just to troll people, <laughs> so they don't get the first like. I'm doing it now. Just I, I want to comment on it as soon as I release it and go first. This is just, you coming off of literally hitting our reader mail number seventeen with foist. Foist. I did. And smashing the like button, you know, as, as you are supposed to do. You, you are um, supposed to smash that like and 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 bang that subscribe bell or <laughs> the thing and the other. I'm, I'm I suck at YouTube, guys. So it, and that's what's funny. So you know, we end the thing of me telling him like you know the majority of our audience listens to us through podcast services. Exactly, classy, <laughs> keeping it classy. But you know, I was like the majority of people who found us and listen to us do so through podcast services. Like you know, they listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, all these places, and that's very different because what you're doing has more of a real. I'm not gonna say that you, what you're doing has a very intimate part that was attached to the video. I think the video definitely helped the song. The song is funny on its own, but the video the video helps. And we were already talking about you know what you were doing, but the video helps across the board on the selling the joke of it being a dad. Visually seeing it, and and here's the thing: what I've always loved about you is that you play into your own jokes where you understand. And we, okay. we talked about comedy earlier right, right before yeah. we started. You understand. What, what people may pick on you on, and then you also just lean into it yourself. And oh, you look. have to. Yeah, you have to be completely self aware of of what you of what you're doing, what you're saying, exactly. And 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 you have to just dig into it and accept that, you, and and even play up the imperfection. Yes, you you have to to just just to just eat that and make it a part of the joke, and and it becomes the joke. See, and the, the, the video sold that. Yeah, it's it's like I'm a huge chubby fat slow guy that is a parent and a good parent most of the time and 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 you just have to you have to take that in to yourself and and find the the humor in it that's and and it plays well because there a lot of people are that oh know? yeah and see what i land on is is very similar to like the the greatest thing is, is that most dads, just because most people are going to have something about them that they don't really like about themselves. Sure. Every person does, right? Sure. And since we're leaning into dad jokes with this whole situation, it's like the, the video sold it across the board because it's like small stuff, right? It's like some of your weight goes into it. It's like, well, I need to cut my toenails, but I don't want to have to reach down and get them. Exactly. Right? And yeah. then all the, all the ridiculous stuff, running and trying to exercise and just being like, I was like, I, just I, I, I love that. I was like, he's playing up the fact that he can't do it. He's just like, that was, <laughs> no, that was actually a little bit too real. That was, that was a little bit too real to the point where I was like, I have an inhaler in my pocket and I might need to use it now. 
Yeah. Just almost. I was trying to lip sync the words the entire time. I was wearing the big ridiculous headphones. Yes. By the way, those were my actual mixing headphones for the music and stuff. I thought so. So I was wearing the, my pro headphones. And I was like, I bet you he's listening to the song in real time. So I am. Lip I was. On my daughter's huge crazy phone with like the Aztec print case and the pink little pop-out knob yes. thing. <laughs> just for maximum idiocy. Yeah. And, and the cord, by the way, which is like 10 feet long, so it's dragging the ground as I'm jogging my big ass down the road. So I'm like listening to it, and I'm trying to lip sync, and we've gone like a quarter of a mile at this point. And so I'm just like, ah, work, oh, I can't, ah, this, oh, shit. That, and that, so it was a little too real. And she was like, are you Okay. Are you playing it up? Is this a joke right now? And so when I hit that line of, is this a joke right now? That's when I know it's in premium. This is the gold stuff. Yeah, it's going to sell it the best. Right. But, you know, we found all of our audience on something that is not tied specifically to video, but we've always done video. And up until, I would say up until this year... Uh, I wouldn't. I wasn't just exceptionally proud of our video. Uh, I mean, you know, the set was something that we had to tear down every week. It was in a small room. It was right. in that game room. Right. We, it, it was way more shallow. The camera was way the hell up on us, and I hated it. It felt claustrophobic, and I'm, I'm weird. I want stuff to stay the same place. So tearing it down, I never felt like I could put it in the same place twice, yeah. and it bothered the hell out of me. And so there's constantly just little things changing. Yeah, and, and Saul would look yeah. at me, and I still do it now, right? If I notice that I have tape down on the floor to show where the table goes right. when you do different things, I and Saul would look at me and be like, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I'm like, I get that it doesn't. But anything that I do, anything that I do, I try my best to do it the way I want to do it, and, and I get obsessed with it almost. So I'm like, you know, I want to put these things back in. So I, now that we've got the new studio built, which, again, I think Saul was like, why are you worried about building a new studio? I'm like, it just it matters to me, you know. Dude, it's I, clean. I had the idea to do the, 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 the pull-down uh, vinyl uh, it's blinds. It's just clean. It, it's, it's very, I mean, it looks pro, you know. It, it is pro, actually. It just has a nice look to it. And Well, thank you, Kurt. Well, you're very welcome. And I've been in some real studios now, so I should know. Yeah. But anyway, so overnight happens. I have to drive. This is the the funniest part. I have to drive (laughs) nine hours in one day. What? And uh, so you're like, it went viral. I'm driving. And I look down and I see that. I'm like, oh, Lord. I come to a stop for a second. I'm like, well, I got to at least see what's going on. I click on it. I'm like, holy shit. 293,000 something. It was something like that. And it was so crazy to overnight watch. that okay. was the thing from 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 17 views between like us and mom and you know just immediate close friends i just i, I had done the idiot thing of posting it to reddit and i was so scared because you know how reddit is it's yes. just, it can be totally just vicious so i was curious you know i mentioned reddit in our conversation did you already have the thought of posting it on reddit prior or did, or did that kind of more come from the conversation? I had, that was I a had curiosity. really toyed with the idea. Um, I just kind of bounced it or back and forth like, I can do it and maybe it would take off. Or maybe people would be like, just shut up, you fat piece of shit. And, and that would be the end of it and it would get downvoted to oblivion. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I talked to you about it and uh, I talked to another guy named Cody who I don't actually, I've never met him but we talked through PMs on uh, Reddit because he had posted something. No, I'm sorry. I had posted something about being self-conscious about the way that like my huge body is. Yeah, fair. Yeah. And, and he was like, no, man, just go for it, you know? 
And then we kind of became online friends, just going back and forth, like yeah. being supportive of each other. He was like, I want to put my project out. And I'm like, dude, you got to totally go for it. And he was like, you got to put your thing out there. And I was like, okay, I will. See, that's, those will. are the people you need in your life. Exactly. You know what I mean? You need both positive people in your life. And this guy didn't, doesn't know me at all. <laughs> he didn't know me at all. He was just a total stranger. And he was like, you just got to give it a shot. And so I threw it out there and I walked away because I was at work. I had just posted it. And I was like, okay, I have to work now. And I walked away and I came back and it was on its way up already. I was like, I've got to start responding to people now. So I started responding to people and then it, it just kept going and I couldn't keep up. I couldn't keep up with comments. And then you hit that point in your mind of like, I either, cause I, you're probably like me when people comment, I'm like, I have to respond. I have to, reply. I have to, I have to, because it's just what you do. It's just how you, you have to respond. Right. And it's, it's it, these you hit people that, took a second of their day. That's the thing for me. It's like, not only did they even bother watching this thing that I didn't believe in. I, right. It's like you even did and you didn't. I didn't believe in it. I right? really didn't. Like you did in terms of you believed in it enough to put it together, but the moment it was done, you stopped. It was like, now I'm done believing in it because I'm scared that you're going to have to put it up right, and, and right. deal with people's criticisms of it. Which, by the way, and we'll get into this later, but reading people's criticisms now is the funniest thing on earth to me. <laughs> See, it's great that you've been able to throw it that way, right? Yeah. Because some people can't fall under that crippling weight of it and think, I mean, I've it's not a, hit no, that. You know, the, it's a lot. It really is. It's a lot. But we don't have to talk about that right now. We can get into it later. No, it's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone and read some of them. They're, <laughs> they're brutal. They are brutal. Oh yeah. They're, we'll do the mean tweets thing. Yes, you know? that, that's a great idea. We'll do that before we close the show. Okay. Out. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, and and it was funny. The rest of the week, so that was again Tuesday is when you put it out. Wednesday is when I had to drive a, a ton. The whole day I kept looking at it, and I was like, oh. By the end of the day, it was at like 800,000 or something. Right. It was close to a million. And, and I was like, good Lord. And then it just kept going, right? And then by that Friday, I noticed that it was getting close to a million, like really close. But mm-hmm. I was like, I noticed it is slowing down now. And I said, I wonder if it's going to break a million. And then it's like a second burst of wind, ba-bam. And that was right after two things happened. Um, WG in Chicago emailed me mm-hmm. and did that interview. And today in Australia, which is the strangest, uh, why Australia? But thank you if you're from, if what? you're one of the Australian people, I freaking love you guys. Josh so Ayers. much. There you go, buddy. I do not know how you guys handle being upside down all the time. The blood going to your head must be insane. But just, this is it's so humbling. <laughs> It really is. It, it's such a humbling experience when you. Start it would have been a true Australian experience if they sent you a box of spiders. I was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, have these. You know, terrible, poisonous, kill you all in your sleep. Spiders. Josh will sometimes be like, "Oh, that's normal here." <laughs> Well, you know, I, we're used to the dead. I hate wildlife. spiders. I, 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 I backed off a little bit. I'm not nearly. I, 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 there was a point in my life where I, I for sure had arachnophobia. I've been able to wrangle it in a little bit. It's, but I'm still like when I see them, I go into like fight or flight mode. It's like, okay, yep. what's going on here? Are you ready? Yep. And 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 I'll sometimes be like, just chill. Look at what the spider is. Wolf spider. It's, it's okay. scary and it's big, but but it's okay. It eats the bad things. <laughs> yes, and you just kind of pull yourself back. Right? I've been You're having back. to teach my wife that. Just let let the wolf spider be. It's fine. It's kind of like king snake. If you can tell it's a king snake, leave it alone. Yes, it's yes. definitely where y'all are at. You know, it, when you're dealing, mm-hmm. you don't deal with it really in town. I don't. I've never seen one. But when we used to live yeah. out in the house that you'd been out to, we had them out there. Yeah, and <laughs> and you've and you got to leave them alone because they're eating the stuff you don't want to see. Yeah, they're so, eating the stuff that will kill you. Wild stuff. But anyway, I guess what going back to point. Your video went crazy. (laughs) 
And trust me, we're the worst about we losing a point. Um, that me, Blaze, Saul, uh, and we talk about it sometimes. We're like, is it more fun that we lose the point? Or sure. Is it, oh, you got to go off on the tangent. Yeah. You have to. You have to just totally embrace the tangent. And we're like, as long we feel like as long as we can try and get back to a topic so we can close it out, we'll be doing all right. But yep. sometimes you just. You trail go. to another you trail go, to another and trail you for, and you completely forget where you were but it's what that's makes fine. a fun show that's and that's fine. why I was so happy to have you on and I and I am a little bummed that, that Blaze and Saul can't be here because really the whole idea of like we always talk about the, the thing that makes the show fun is it's just essentially three to four people hanging out bullshit and, and we're just recording right. it. we're not really you know you do a little bit of things that you because you are aware that you're in a show so you you occasionally make, make sure you you know and it, you do it inadvertently you talk to the camera you sure. do all sorts of stuff but for the most part it's you, the, the camera is just essentially being a voyeur you're just yeah. looking in on what well, we're it, doing that, i've always seen it whenever there's some kind of camera involved i've always looked at it as just another person yes it's just another person i mean that the, that camera is is just an eyeball for the viewer, yes, and so that's that's how you we get to interact with them. Well, and see if you don't do and, that, right? If you don't do that, you run the risk of being paralyzed by the fact that there's a camera on you. Sure, if no, you, you have view to view it as it. what it actually is, sure, which is something that's going to be essentially there to for other people to spectate and look at. Right. If you actually view at it like it's the millions of people that it could potentially that, be, that's crippling. That's scary. That's scary. Yeah, but when you but if you look at it instead of that's just one. Person. Yeah, that's just one person. It's like, dude, that's just Silent Bob. That's just <laughs> our buddy that's been in the room forever. And, I, and I've been waiting for Silent Bob to drop that nugget of wisdom. He just every video I've shot, he hasn't said a word. Yeah, but I'm waiting. One day he will. He will show his sentience. One one day he'll just pop up. That's chasing Amy, and then <laughs> there you go. And then and then and then you leave the restaurant and. Come on, tubby bitch. It's like, uh, you know, the thing about Silent Bob that's funny is the kids' version of Silent Bob in my mind has always been, and I know you have. You've, oh, seen, yeah. the, you've seen the the 90s. animated show? No, even though that was good. Have you ever seen the, uh, the 1990s Little Rascal live action movie? No, I haven't seen it. Good lord! You now need to I watch have something it. to do, though. Okay, dude, it's hilarious, and I tell you, even okay. as an adult, it's it's you know it's it's little rascals. It's slapstick comedy. It's stupid sure. stuff. It's funny no matter how old you are. Hannah had never seen it until. Uh, I was already working at Leadwell, so it's been probably five years. Yeah. And she was like, this is so cute and funny and ridiculous. I was like, exactly. It's a timeless movie. Now I've got to go watch that. But now there's I a character in the movie who, he's not a mute, but instead, every time anything comes up where he's, he's supposed to say something, he just he, they call him, uh-huh. Because he, they go, ain't that right, uh-huh? And he goes, uh-huh. uh-huh. And then they go through And then, of course, they do the classic <laughs> Silent Bob thing where at the end of the movie, they go, ain't that right? Isn't that right, uh-huh? And, and then he goes, Actually, and then he wow. has a he has a big spiel, and then they wow. go, "We didn't know that you knew how to talk." Essentially, we didn't know you knew another word <laughs> yeah. other than uh huh. So it's but and then he's like, Fuck "Classic, you classic." You how know, dare you assume my intelligence? I have to tell you this much: I'm going to give you at least a bed to start on. Okay. The basis of the movie is all around the little rascals being together, and it's primarily about all these boys being together in a boys' club called the He Man Woman Haters. That's great. And then you just go from there. That's great. <laughs> so that gives then, you everything and, and you they, need to know. And then they deal with girls, I guess, at some point. Alfalfa and then, is the love interest guy who is in the He-Man oh, Woman great. Haters, but he's dating Darla, and he refuses. Okay. He, he he plays the game of pretending that he's not, yeah. and they'll sometimes find him. And then it just the, the movie continues to play off, and it's just a series of ridiculous events. And you're going wow. to love it, I promise. Wow. So, yes, if you can find it and watch it somehow, you will enjoy That's this. That's great. But... 
That's great. Is this one of those things that it ends like the friends we made were the lessons we learned along the way? <laughs> I mean, it- essentially, <laughs> which is great, right? It's classic 90s. You know what? I I don't think I give enough I don't give enough credit to you know. I always talk about like Kingdom Hearts and some video games, and and there's some shows too. Well, but you're a two, you're you're kind of a late '90s, early 2000s. Well, I'm 90, 93, so you know early yeah. '90s. But in terms of the things that would have shaped me, would have been I would have been remembering things in the late '90s. Right, so that's right. Fair. That 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 was your, that's where your cultural influences started. Yes, yeah. You know? So you know, we're thinking about like Kingdom Hearts and things like that. When you go through, it's like those are the things I always give credit to. Will be like you know, those are the things that taught me what. I didn't necessarily see from my, my parents or my dad of like, you know, you can definitely in the South, it's like, I can, I can have friends and I can care about my friends and I can love them and hug them and tell them I love them or all those things. Right? I, I can show my friends that I care but, about them. But 15 years ago, exactly. And, 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 then, and definitely in the South, it's still weird. There's still people who are like, I don't hug men. Right. All. You, you know, know, it's like, I, they, they don't understand. Best, they don't understand strong men. It's the hand clap, pull in bro hug thing, which is that's pretty close. It. That's pretty good. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're getting that, that's still pretty good. But I don't think I give enough credit to the the little rascals for showing you like how sometimes it's like the whole movie's got a ton of ploys about essentially uh, the main characters are Alfalfa and Spanky, their best friends, and of course this rift is tearing right, them apart. Right? Yeah, they're, they're, you know, you're, I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. I hate when I do that. This is your first podcast, man. You're doing good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can be on international news and well, slide hey, right through it. But put me on a podcast with a dude I've known freaking 10 years, and then I stumble. No problem, yeah. <laughs> you know what would have been great is on the news things, I almost wish you would have thrown out – if you would have tried leaning into the dad things on those even more. Oh, like, I would have You know, just to. dumb stuff like when they're talking to you, just doing the whole Ricky Bobby. Like. I, that, I, I would have loved to have done that. <laughs> Just, wonder, to, just to do a bit, you know. Yeah, and and we were talking about this earlier. The Australian show was was scripted. They, you know, they kind of had they didn't script my answers, but they had scripted their questions and their patter, kind of. Sure. Yeah. And and so I had kind of prepared my answers in advance, and so I would I would do things like I would be walking around the house and like looking at the script and like puzzling over it like this, and then I would throw something out at Kayla like, "Hey, is this funny?" She'd be like, "No." <laughs> You're, you're and then never I would go funny. Back, I hate you. And then I would go back. She's the one. She's great because I can write 85% or 90% of a song or a yeah. joke, and I'll hit her with it, and she'll give it five minutes, and then she'll give me the real punchline. Yes. She'll, she'll do the she fill-in. Yeah. She, she, she'll go, that was funny, and then five minutes later, she'll go, what if you said this? And I'm like, oh. That's it. Now you've completed it. That's it. That's yeah. that's the real joke, or that's the real punch to that particular song. Um, we're doing Lizzo's "Truth Hurts," and I was struggling for a line at the end. I don't know "Truth Hurts." I know the Juice song. Juice is one we're doing too. Yeah, but yeah, um, but I don't know the. I mean, I know a well. I don't know because hold on, Lizzo just apparently came out of nowhere, and I've got. Well, interesting things about her, but uh, she's super like body positive. Well, and, see, and don't no wrong, I have no problem with her. She seems like a really nice, fun person. Oh yeah, but apparently she's been doing music for a long time, a long time, and just kind of, and like that album's know, been out for two years, and just now and is blowing. People out. slept on it forever, and you know, including me you, because I'm behind. <laughs> but you know who William Eyelash is. I do know that that William Eyelash fellow. Uh, but you know what's funny about the, the Lizzo thing is, I was having my wife, I was talking to her the other day. 
And, you know, there's people that say that Billie Eilish is an industry plug. And if you don't know what an industry plug is, essentially somebody that the music industry backs and they, they push all of their marketing power and everything behind right. to try and form a superstar that they can get behind and then make money off of. It's kind sure. of the idea. Now, whether or not that's true with Billie Eilish, who knows? I don't know. I mean, her, bro- she, you know, she did, she produces with her brother a lot. Yes. And he seems like he's a really talented uh, writer and, uh, you know, a, a guitarist and produce. He, he actually does a lot of production stuff. And yeah. he seems really talented. And honestly, she seems really talented too and i think whether or not she had been a plug i don't know if that's the case yeah i think she would have hit it one way or the other well that's the other thing is that just because you're an industry plug does not mean that you're not talented right and some people say like an industry plug is someone who has no talent it's just someone that they're like you have a visual look that we think that we can do and we're going to push everything behind you and and, and, but it's at the end of the day it's like you can say that somebody like britney spears could have been an industry plug but at the same time no one can deny that Britney Spears can sing. She can sing. So it doesn't matter. And, and not just that. Not just that she can sing, but she can sing. She can she can dance. Yes. She can entertain. You know, she's she's quick. She's she, she is can be exactly witty. exactly. And there's there's something about uh, about being a performer that I'm not saying it makes you different from people. That's not necessarily what I want to say, but. You kick into a different gear yes. or a different mode you, when you, you know your when you know the goal is essentially entertaining someone. Right? You, yeah. You kick into the you kick into this you know, kind of almost snap into a character, and and the character is partially you, but it's, it's also partially what you know you can play up on. Right. And 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 once you've hit and once you find that comfort zone with that, anytime the audience is on you in some way or another, whether it's live or on a camera. You kick into that, yes, and you and you fall back on these kind of these self tropes that you've made, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, you, you, and you do you you build this little uh, you build this little Bible little universe in your head about what's what you would say, what you would do in these. I mean, tell me you don't at times get in the shower and you're running over things in your head about a little bit yeah yeah you do i think everybody does because anybody who puts themselves on the camera right like don't wrong i'm not saying that this isn't me it is but it gets weird i think people who are watching the show and i'm pretty honest i mean i i I say yeah what is me but i think if i don't sit there and just completely nail down things i could see people easily thinking because of the way I i portray myself or project certain aspects of me that I do have, but I normally don't use them to the extent that I do on camera or in show. It's like, you know, I'm not a very social person, really. I right. I really stay home a lot, but I am great at being social. And if I'm put in a situation yep. where I need to be, people tend to like me because of that. I'm but an easy person to come and just talk to and get along with. But it's something you turn on. Exactly. Right. It's something that just, I instinctually, instinctually know how when to turn on and when right. it's necessary. And, right. and, and my, my wife sees it and she's like, I don't understand you're so talkative and friendly with people but i don't just but then go you come out of my home way to, but then you come home and, and stay in the house for four days and, and binge watch whatever you know game of thrones exactly you know and don't speak to anyone the entire time yeah this i'm the, I'm the exact same way or if i do it's but through some, like text you know yeah but. but sometimes when you're when you're in that mode also of you know of of being kind of pulled away from people that's when you're kind of formulating yeah in your head what the next or even that you know is. it's it's a, it gives you a mix right now that we do this and this is part of what i do it's like i do think about it's like i've got to also reserve energy so that when it comes time to do these things i can tap into the energy i need because yep. if you do it constantly you hit that you point burn of out. like yeah you, you burn out and eventually you're going to have that day where you're like i just know that you're not feeling it and what's great about being able to tap into this energy like that is that there are days where i'll be having a bad day and i really will think to myself like i i'm a little worried that recording may not go right because i'm having a bad day right. but for you're the gonna- most part now that we've been so i'm so into it and i understand mm-hmm. it now it's like when we get to going 
I immediately get in a better mood, and it's like, I, here I am. This yep. is it. I'm tapping into the energy. Kinda, I've got the mood. I, I like doing it's this. It's like doing exercise. You have to just kind of pick up sometimes. Even when, man, it's, it's cold outside. I don't want to go out and do any, get any cardio, which I haven't sure. done in a while, and you can tell. But <laughs> Just I, enough but, for that video. <laughs> just enough. Just I've actually been doing better lately. But, you know, you, you almost kind of have to force yourself. It's just like going to work. It's just like going to work. You have to kind of almost keep to a schedule. Not rigidly. Yes. But you have to make time. Time to to let yourself have that little bit of a creative outlet. Yes, and then because otherwise you feel like a, you're in hell. Yeah, you know? it, yeah, and it takes a minute sometimes to let it start happening. But then once it does, you're like, okay, now I'm on. See, and that's great. I think we both have jobs that give us just enough personal freedom to how you choose to tackle things. Right. And I won't go into it. You know, people don't know what I do either necessarily. But that's okay. Uh, you know, what's, what with but what both of us do is you do have a little bit of a window to be like, you know, I need to. I have a thought, and I don't feel like I'm completely caged out of being able to go somewhere with it. Right. Even if I need to stop for a second, like, you know, there's times where I think about things I want to do for the show or think about when we used to, you know, whenever I used to do band stuff. And we'll talk about bands here in a little bit sure. since this is a music-oriented uh, endeavor that's ha- happened for you. Yeah. But, you know, Weird, whenever dude. I was doing that, there were times where I'd be like, oh, I need to I need to get this down now. And right. I, it's like, yes. And you have yes. that. You know, you have You've that You've got to stop whatever you're doing, which most of the time I have the luxury of doing that. I can step aside and... And pull my phone out and start giving myself notes. Yes, whatever you know, it is, you know. You know, which, uh, like, okay, 2 a.m. the other day, I wake up just out of nowhere, and I, and I have the almost entire lyrics written in my own head for a parody of Alice in Chains' Rooster. <laughs> okay. And, and it's ridiculous, and I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited for it. It's all about, instead of, it, you know, the original was written about that sniper from Vietnam, Carlos yes. Hathcock, yep. and he was a bad motherfucker. Let's just be upfront about it. He, he, he murked a lot of people, you know? <laughs> American I'm sniper almost, by ass. <laughs> I'm almost 40 years old, and I said the word murked. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, oh, look, now we get the age difference. Right. For anybody who, yeah. who knows how old I am. <laughs> I'm 38. Yeah. Good, yeah, we, good 12 years on. We're this. almost from different generations. I think I'm right on the edge of millennial, by the way. Yep. And I, I'm right on the edge of millennial, the other end, essentially. See? Yep. You know? Yep. That's funny. Really close. Because in, 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 in Gen Z, right, is the one after us? Mm-hmm. Uh, aren't they like 96 and onward? Or is it? 90, I thought it was 98. Maybe. I don't know, man. Dude, generations get weird. Yeah, it does. And, and, and I feel like def- everybody has different windows of when it actually oh, is. Oh, and they get defensive about it. I, don't I get care. defensive about it. For the people were like, "Ah, millennials," and I'm like, "I don't, I don't. Am I a millennial? I don't know if I'm a millennial. I need to Google. Am I a millennial?" And I typed it in. And I was I'm like, legit, "Oh shit!" I've legit done that. Yeah. Somebody called me a millennial. I'm like, I think I am a millennial. I looked. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! I am a millennial." <laughs> I am the lazy one. Darn. Here's the hoping all those stereotypes aren't true about me. <laughs> they are about me. They are a hundred percent true about me. I will slack my way firmly to the middle. And stay there. <laughs> I'm a great line setter, just right there. Yep, yep. Just enough to not be remarkable, but also not to. <laughs> right, but I but I still say thank you and please. You fucked that up, man. Now, oh. now you've got 1.2 million views on a video. You've completely fucked up your I've, slacker thing. Yeah, I can't now. I can't slack. I'm contractually, I can't slack anymore. Yep. See, so, you you fucked up. You signed your soul over to the YouTube. I've I sold my soul at the crossroads, and now. <laughs> Here we are. Did you have to battle the devil with bat- with Devil Went Down to Georgia? No, it was a rock paper. Actually, season. Crossroads is a fucking great movie. It is. I haven't watched that in a long time. I watched the Karate Kids kick Steve Eyes' ass <laughs> all over that stage. Ralph Macchio. I mean, he smoked him. 
He came back from certain defeat. Yeah, and just that's true. With the classical riffs. Classical. Just, I did, really. Uh, Kyle Gass style. And just <laughs> blew him up. And Steve Vai Steve can play that crap. Of course. Come on. Steve Vai can play that stuff. But It's a movie. You suspend yeah. disbelief. Just for a minute. Yes, because we're talking about selling your soul to the actual devil to be able to play a guitar. <laughs> you have to suspend your disbelief just a little bit. Have you ever seen someone go through and talk about while we're on movies? And then I want to, I do want to go back to the Lizzo thing because I think okay. it's funny. But uh, you know, one of the things about the suspending of disbelief, and I've seen people point like poke fun at it. Uh, Home Alone is the ultimate movie for suspension of disbelief. Oh, it has to right? be. It's, it has it's, to be. It's a movie that by no means would happen unless you suspend disbelief. But once you, no. but it's, but you do, and it happens yeah. really, really quickly yeah. in that movie. But once you do, now you're in his world, and you're like, this all, this all makes sense in this. World. Yep. And once the director sucks you into that into that situation and makes you kind of buy into it, yes. you're okay with the fact that getting a paint hand a paint can to the skull from that height would kill you. <laughs> but, but you're okay everything. with it not killing Joe Pesci. Well, also the whole like you know that movie's one of those great examples of story beats of things that happen just to be just so they can set up the real plot. Yep. Like, could you remember the, the whole reason he gets left behind is because of the neighbor kid wearing the little mask or Looked whatever. Hot. Kind of yeah. like him from behind, and the sister goes, Who? 13, 14, 15. Everyone's here getting the fucking bus. Let's go. Let's go, go. yeah. So that, that's what's funny about that whole movie. It's like everything is meant to suspend disbelief so they can set up this ridiculous plot, but the plot's great. And uh, no one picked it up until they had gotten all the way to like France. <laughs> They've been together for 20 hours on an airplane. And no one and nobody like, turned around and looked Kevin? at Kevin's freaking face. <laughs> By the way, what good parenting that is to not turn around and just look at your kid for 20 hours? How many, but you think about how many kids they had. Okay, yeah, they, okay. Well, and, and nephews do and you, nieces. Yeah, and, sure. But you, what I mean is across the board, you've got that many kids with you. I'm sure that you, you're just hearing them and you're just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just need a minute. Just like a I, minute. I love my daughter, but when people are like, "Do you want another one?" I'm like, "No," because I'm right in the perfect area where, for the most part, I can control that that voice that hits you occasionally. Of, right? Please be quiet. Yep. Uh, like you know, if I had hey, if I way, had four kids or three kids, and I know that this yeah, is you, everybody has four. their own I'm threshold. I'm on four. So, but if if you as a parent try to bullshit someone with that whole line of, I've never had one single bad thought about my kids. You're a liar. A liar. Maximum liar. And that, don't be wrong. I mean... You know, it's like the it's like the moms who get and don't run. This is actually serious, but you know, the moms who get like postpartum and they're like, "I want to kill my kid." Yeah, and that's but that's different. But that's that's, a, that's hormonal. That's, a, that's hormonal brain There's, chemistry thing. Yes, you, you know? know. But it's like if the mom who can at least uh, hopefully, then the, some of them don't. But the moms who can admit that, it's like people need to be able to admit that. Every day you have fucked up thoughts about somebody. You're like, yep. you know, I'm sure you've looked at them like, I'd just kick the shit out of them if I could. <laughs> but you don't, and you don't even really mean it. But right. there's just that party that's like, you're annoying me. There's and a, there's. Yeah, there's a little part of your lizard brain. Of, I understand know, that I could do this, but I'm I not won't, going to. Because we live, we live in a society. <laughs> I hate to use that crap. That was Gamers garbage. Unite. Have you ever seen that Reddit? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, there's always that little part. And, and you do love your kids. Like and it's almost impossible to express how much well, because it changes it changes your definition of love. Yes, but, yeah, I definitely agree with that. But but there are those days when you're like, I would sell you to gypsies just <laughs> just for a moment of silence. You know what's just funny? For a second. What ties into that is the whole thought of everyone who has a kid has those moments where they're like, they they look back and think, and you're just kind of looking at your kid and you're like, you know what? 
I'm so pissed at you right now. But then they start doing something, and they and it's that age old thing where it's like, and you see it in movies, but it's also the most real shit in the world. It is where you're just pissed at your kid, and then they come up and they start doing something cute, and you're like, Aww. no, you don't do that shit. I get to be mad at you, and then they go a little bit further, and you're like, and you try not to smile. I, I can't stay mad at you, and then you just look, and you're like, damn it, I fucking love her. Can't stay mad at you. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel that 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 feels personal. That feels personal. And that's how you know. It's like mm-hmm. everybody has that moment where you're mad at your kid, but then they do that. And that's what it's the thing where instinctually you're going to, you, you, I don't know. Of course, there's people who are going to have the ability to completely subvert that and people who like beat the shit out of their kids. There, and yeah, stuff. There, and there are awful people out there yeah. that are they're total animals. Total and animals. You know what else is weird about that is that you get to that point where it's like, some of the blame is definitely deserving to them, but then you start having to ask that question of like, is this just how they were raised? Yeah, what happened to them? What what, what made them that way? Is it is it a part of their their raising? Is it a part of something that's going on? You know, hormonally, chemically, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know, or is, or is, is it there someone a, who has some kind of an unchecked thing where they you know where they do have some kind of crazy mood swing? disorder and they don't even right. know it and right. they're and like you know one moment they're great and the kid's like my dad's so awesome and cool and then the next moment it's like ah, yeah. breaking beer bottles <laughs> over <Aww>. fucking <laughs> but that's terrible yeah you know you hope that that's not the situation but of yeah. course it can be but you know what we're gonna take a step back for a second i'm gonna go back to lizzo so yeah we gotta we gotta, we gotta get back to lizzo her being an industry plug, the only reason that I could see it is because she is talented. She can sing. Right. And we already know that this is something. Like you said the album's been out for two years. Sure. The talent was there. And the, and it the just album- came down to somebody somewhere found her, realized what they was going. And, and took that chance. And, and was like, we're going to put all of our marketing weight behind her now. And I don't mean this for any kind of a bad way. The current society, like the, the current climate of, of societal climate right now Definitely when you're looking at news and media and what they tend to push more right mm-hmm. now, she's the perfect person. She's oh, bo- yeah. body positivity. Yep. She is African-American, so you get to go through that. It's like she's... This she's, is going to get racially weird. <laughs> but no, but my point she, is, she's hitting a lot of uh, she ch- she minority. Checks, she's not, she checks she's, a lot of boxes. Yes, exactly. And and I don't even mean that to disparage her at all. Not at all. She's lucky all. in a great way. And also, she's talented in a great way. Oh, she's Good for extremely her. talented. Good for her. When, when I went back and tried to and tried to do her song, the, the first... The True oh, I'm song. sure it's terrible. Like it's it's so hard to hit. It is ext- well, I had to I had to drop it um, three semitones just to be able to hit it. Yeah, but that's not, not just that. Her cadence and her delivery, trying to even get close to that, she hits a lot of very hard vocal tremolos and stuff. And uh-huh. like, you know, and, and she slur she slurs her notes in a certain way that it doesn't sound like it's accurate. But if you try to imitate it, it doesn't sound right at all. But she doesn't. Very well. Another singer that I think of, Cody and Cambria. Sometimes he'll yeah. he'll stretch words to make them fit a, a, a melody, and you'll be like, "That's weird," but that totally worked. And then you try and do it, like I can't do that. Yeah, shit. I can't do that at all. So yeah, I, I get what you mean, all. though. Yeah, and, and even like Eminem talked about like sh- like barely just stretching the way a vowel sounds or a subtle change. Just to change. give you the right melody right. that you're trying to pull. Orange door hinge. He went yes. off on something like that at one yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know. he has it in the song. But yeah, there was he was talking about that before it even ended up in a song. He's like, you know, people who say you can't, you can always do. You can. Anything. You just have to stretch it just a little bit. And then and people that, say, well, it's not really rhyming. Well, is it? I mean, it. What it is is you're manipulating a word. That's what. That's what. Right. That's, that's what creating a vocal melody is across the board. Sure, sure. Manipulating finding, words. Fi- find, finding that, that, that right 
balance between uh, cadence and the, the consonant and vowel sounds to make it fit yes. with the way you want it to fit. And then also fit with the, not only what you have in your own mind, but also what the music kind of demands of it. Right. And that gets weird. And eventually, before we, when we start talking about bands, I actually have something I'm, I'm going to keep in it's mind. It's like a subjective taste <clears throat> thing. Yeah. You know? But, you know, the Lizzo thing, I have no, I mean, really, I have the only, it's not even towards her, the only thing that involves her that bothers the shit out of me is, excuse me, do you have Hulu? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Hulu has been obsessed, and this is all Hulu's fault. I fucking hate it. If you don't pay they, they, for commercial-free Hulu, which I don't, my Hulu is a dollar a month. Yeah, no, no, I've got the ghetto Hulu, too. <laughs> yeah. Don't feel bad. I don't know. I got it on. I didn't even have Hulu until it went on uh, Black Friday sale for one year for a dollar a month. I was like, I'll do that. Uh, no, no, I've, I've, got, I've totally got the broke man Hulu, too. You know, the next million dollar, or the next million view video, I'll get the nice Hulu. <laughs> but until then, it's ramen noodles. Dude, right now, you're on Raising Cane money. I mean, you know, you Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just better. had Raising Cane's, so, but, but that broke my budget. Which, speaking of which, right month. now, I'm going to go ahead and do a quick plug for you go watch the video first of all if you haven't guys i did post it in our discord's music discussion really yeah um, thank you the first day i said hey my buddy's thing went you know viral overnight and it's at three hundred thousand views and then by the end of that day it was already way higher but, that, that's, um, that's still cool thank you if you guys haven't listened to it yet just go to youtube and literally type in dad guy he's the first video that pops up uh and then ironically there is another guy who did a parody back in june we um we had a short we had a short discussion. He and I. Did y'all throw fisticuffs? Wait, verbal, was there, was there verbal fisticuffs. Now, he he was. It wasn't actually. It wasn't actually a real beef. He's playing a character. Yeah, of course. He's playing a character. Because I actually clicked on know. the channel out of curiosity. His yeah. entire channel is all like dad skits and it, but, and, and dad it's, songs. It's it's an alternate reality game that he's playing. Oh, okay. It's I actually didn't an alternate that. reality game, and it's there's little pieces and parts of like a mystery that people are trying to put together. You know, he actually apparently people think he's an extraterrestrial. That character that's in a dad body. Oh, so he's essentially Octodad. Kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of. I love it, it. It, it. It's so crazy. I haven't even begun to piece together the clues yet. I'm totally like, I'm in. I'm I'm focused on it. I follow him now. Dude, his channel was real professional he's, setup. Oh, and- oh, his gear, his his stuff. He's. I mean, this is that's what he does. Yeah, that's his whole. It seems like that's his entire job. And he, he like, I mean, I'm jealous because he shoots in 4K. Yeah. You know? Which and, we could, but we're just lazy and don't want to pull it from the thing. <laughs> and, and on top of that, I mean, he, his just production value is through the roof, and he has a great following, and they were all super nice. He threw out one tweet that was like, hey, this other dad guy, we, we got to take him down, you know, because he's taking attention away <laughs> from me. And I was like, oh, no, don't do that. Please, my career can't survive one negative thing right now. It's yeah. teetering on the edge of a cliff. When you're in your 15 minutes of fame and you feel like you're at 1459. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Constantly. I've just been at 1459 since that first And this day. motherfucker's trying to cut it down to 10 minutes, you know? So, <laughs> but no, anyway. He, no, and, but it was, it's a character, and I finally, you know... Uh, came to the realization that there's not beef at all, which I didn't want there to be beef. And I was like trying to desperately send him messages in every inbox that I could find of his, like, please don't be angry at me. Send, you know, <laughs> then he has to message you back. Dude, calm the fuck down. Not he. No, nope, total <laughs> silence. Totally in character. Total so, so silence. Actually- and I respect the shit out of that, by the way. So did he never say, have you never actually no, corresponded? He, no, with his, him? no, uh, apparently a, a lot of his, um, fan base ended up like sending me, some of his fan base ended up sending me messages and DMs and stuff. And I'm like, hey man, don't worry about it. It's cool. 
you know they were just picking they were just oh, kind of okay yeah they were goofing they were having a, a little joke on me time and <laughs> and i didn't pick up on it at all i was the butt of the joke I, for like two straight days i was sweating worried. i was like oh I'm i love so that you use the word goofing you know reno 911 when he yeah. goes and buys a new, new boot, boot goofing new boot goofing i don't know why. if i, Three I can't payments. hear the word <laughs> i can't hear the word without thinking that but anyway go check out dad guy uh give it a listen if you haven't already listened to it and then uh, subscribe to him his his uh, youtube is funk turkey and then if you really like what he's doing head over to his patreon which is also Funk Turkey. It is, uh, and and throw the man some dollars a month. You know. By the way, was, let, me, let me throw this out there ahead, for, for your pl- listeners. Plug yourself. Please. Yes, thank you. I'll let you come on a thing and plug yourself at some point. Um, yeah, it's a good idea. Anybody, uh, look, I can't monetize my channel at all because yes, and, and and I know that seems like such a whiny thing to bitch about. It really does. But <laughs> first world problem really is really <laughs> is. Um, but and I didn't expect to make money off of this. But now that the possibility is there, I really would like some money off of this. Um, I can't monetize it, which is just a little bit sad for me. But what I've decided to do instead, and they can't stop me from doing this. So fuck you, record labels. Except for the ones that want to sign me. I love you. <laughs> Please sign me. Please sign me. Except the other ones kiss my ass. But you, whoever you are. <laughs> Mr. Executive Man, who's watching this podcast. Um, where was I going? Oh, yeah, the if Patreon. CEO, <laughs> if you're a CEO and you I, watch this, thank you. I will, I will whore your stuff Looking out for investors. All day. All day. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know who I want to be an investor right now? Jenny Craig. Oh, that'd be great. I would, that would be perfect. Actually, it? dude, that would... I don't even know if they would do it, but I, how I would, much better would that lean into the whole dad bod I joke would work, thing? I would work my ass off to lose 100 pounds if Jenny Craig would sponsor me. <laughs> I would, I would, I would. I'm the new Jared, minus all the child pornography. (laughs) (laughs) Minus all the child pornography. I'm like Jared, but I sing and I'm funny and I dance. Yeah. Um, Patreon. That's where we were. Um, (laughs) I love kids. Just not that. Not that way. Uh, The the Patreon thing. Look, if my lowest Patreon level is a dollar, which is as low as you can go. If you join my Patreon for just one dollar, every song I release from now until I'm dead is on there as an MP3 download. You can have it, and you can. Shit, I don't care. Give it to people if you want to, but <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't yours. give a damn. Spread it, you know, like a virus. But you know what you need to start doing because that's. I heard that you said it the same way uh, whenever you were on the the W whatever the radio right, station one. Right. You're like until the day I die, every song I release from now until I die. You just need to throw in the the good joke of them, and that could be soon. <laughs> it could be. I mean, there's a lot of cholesterol up in this body, and it, it could it could kick over any second. <laughs> So, it could be two songs, but two songs for a dollar is not bad. <laughs> two, yeah, fifty cents a song. Fifty cents a song. You can get that shit on. That's cheaper on than iTunes. iTunes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm glad we went the same way at the same time. What if I would have thrown out Napster? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's still a thing. Napster's Actually, still a, is yeah, Napster is. still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they went bankrupt. Well, probably. Thanks, Metallica. <laughs> have you actually? You. Uh, did you go? Did you listen to when? Um, uh, oh Lord! How, James Hetfield was on Joe Rogan. No, you he, should. It's pretty, ask, it's pretty interesting. Did yeah. Joe Rogan ask him if he had ever tried DMT? You know, I don't think so. Wow, that's got to be that's got to be a tool first. Now, you know, that's a that's didn't. a long running joke for Joe Rogan. But I don't actually. He, I watch a lot of them. And he talks about it a lot, and that's why the joke exists. Yeah, but it's not in all the time. But I think there's people who don't realize just I, they realize it's a joke, but they also think there's a lot of truth to it. 
You can go There's, multiple episodes before he'll say something about right. it, but he does pretty often bring it up. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's a great episode. Uh, James Hetfield's talking about owning a bee farm and making his own honey and wow, all this ridiculous stuff. And they, he brings up Napster, though, and actually talks about it and how, you know, as much as they get shit for it, he's like, you know, we were actually the band that brought light to everything. Like, you know, it, it's not about us. You know, he's like, you know, we were the band that yeah. had the money already and the in the platform to say this is hurting the people who are not where we are right 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 and, and that's what it ended up really being about was when people, we were younger when we were younger shit. we didn't pick that up you know yes of we course. didn't pick it up we were like we, but we want it now and, I, and, and i wasn't nearly as pragmatic and and normal like i didn't think about what other people's you get you're selfish as a kid right oh sure humans are super fucking I mean, selfish as a naturally. kid i'm still selfish of course I, well you, you have it's it's a survival thing. If you're not selfish to some extent, it's almost like you could in these days and yeah. age. But it, it comes from the fact that there was a point in our lifespan where we needed to be selfish; otherwise, we may not have survived. Right. That, and even when you think about like, well, he protects the, his kid. Well, that's still that person's kid. That goes back to the caveman brain. Exactly. You know, you know that's, me that's, caveman, you cave woman. Right. <laughs> you know, but it is a basic instinct thing that goes through, and it's, it makes sense why it's there. But. Yeah, I get it. I I used to not give people the benefit of the doubt either. Right. And I know people have shit on Lars Ulrich for so long because of that and that alone. And then there's people, plenty of other reasons to shit on Lars Ulrich, by the way. I'm just like that terrible that snare sound and oh, fucking yeah. and, and the entirety of Saint Anger. He's Ugh. he's kind of a jerk, kind of all the way around. Don't wrong. He is. But you know, if 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 you had to deal with that level of fame all the time, I you know you'd probably be a jerk too. I actually, but, if if I was going to say anything, I think Lars is pretty. He's pretty, calm he's pretty for, down to earth considering the amount of fame that they have. Right, right. If everybody, if every metalhead on earth wants to come and have their peace with you, you yeah, know, dude. and either say how much they love you or how much you suck. Right, because then you have that thing where it's like, I know people who are left and right, he sucks. And I have people where I know that you, you hear it to this day where people are trying to nail down that snare sound right, from Injustice, right. where it's mm-hmm. like, dude, that snare sounds mean. Right, right. It Ooh. is. It's, it's stanky. Ugh. You know, I love it. It though. is. It's like people want that drum, That people want that sound across the board, real dry, right. hit, like the drums just snap, and, hit, and, right. dude, and it works for that album. Garagey almost. Yes, it's, and you just hear it. You hear it to this day in even new productions where people are like, it's what I want. It's just I immediate. That, it's tense. It, that, it, that pop. It's yeah. something about it. It's yeah. just that, that crack. Nasty, but it but it's nasty in a good way. Let's it, see if Napster's still around, real quick. Oh, is this what we're doing? <laughs> I need to know. It's still an app on Google Play Music. So yeah, really, still around. I am surprised. Me too. I bet. I bet it's like part of like. Well, but I bet Diddy like bought it or some dude, shit. I don't know. It's like hold on. Now I got to know before I say some dumb <laughs> shit. Is is AOL still around? <laughs> I mean, they're, not, they're not sending out discs anymore. Yeah. AOL. Let's see what that's it. Because, you know, it's like Yahoo's still around, and Yahoo hasn't been relevant in forever. They, yeah. bought, they bought Tumblr for a ridiculous amount of money. And, and then sold, it, sold for, it for nothing. I know. I know. That, that was a huge loss on their part. You know why? You know why Tumblr went to crap? Because they started banning all the porn stuff. Yep. You can't ban the lifeblood of an entire service. Right, you right. know, I, I was surprised, and this is actually interesting. No, shout, no, no shame on anybody. I had a lot of people on my Facebook friends list who I did not even realize. They were like, I have a, a Tumblr that they're like, I don't even tell anybody about it, and they still didn't even link it there. They're yeah. like, but I go on that Tumblr, and I post nude images of myself and stuff all the time just because I want to, and yeah. I consider it art. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. That's crazy. There's a lot of people that do this. That's crazy. And I was like, and you're just ripping that away from just them. Which, you know, but, but which Tumblr specifically, <laughs> Jessica? Which one? Please. There's so many tumblers out there. Can you tell me which one? I want one? to see your art. 
<laughs> I am interested in you know the art. guys who you know, hey hey you know I, I really I really want to see your art. okay apparently dude they are still around AOL wow. still exists wow. AOL formerly uh, known as AOL Incorporated and originally known as America Online wow good lord now they're that AOL is... period just AOL period they're trying to style it's, it's stylized like a kind of an Apple-y sort of thing now. they still have 5,600 employees Wow. You know what? Good for you guys. AOL. Good job, AOL. You're still hanging in there. <laughs> you know, there, still there's hanging nothing. in there, grinding it out. There's nothing quite as le- legitimately iconic as the, you've got mail. Yep. Dude, that, that classic. A, yep. They literally made an entire Meg Ryan movie off of that. They did. It's a very successful Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. You know what makes movie. me laugh is that there's the other one, and I always forget the damn name. Uh, Sleepless in Seattle. They're essentially the same Sleepless movie. In, and Sleepless in Seattle is better. Then you've got mail, but you've got mail is more iconic than that one. Yes. Just because of the AOL connection the to tag, it, the tagline makes it a touch more memorable. Because I can go, oh yeah, you've got mail, you know, because it was the sound. Dude, if if somebody I, if goes, you know that Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie? You got mail? No, 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 no. The other one, the good one. They came out you know? like a year apart from each other. Right. I don't actually know if that's true, but dude, they look the same age and everything yeah, in yeah. both movies. Like I feel, I feel like they like, that they were originally pitched it maybe like, as, as a sequel of some kind, man, but then just, they were like, you know what? No, no, no. Let's no, rewrite fuck, this. Let's really capitalize on this AOL thing. Have you guys heard about the internet? <laughs> Let's do the same movie, but let's remove the one ads and the mail and replace it with this fad called the internet. <laughs> it's not going to stick around, but let's make money on it while it does. Kill a tagline, though, right? People yep. are just thinking about it. People go, you've got mail. It's one of those, like, uh, what do they call it? It's, it's yeah. when you're... You're not you're unconsciously spreading word of something to where because people know the name you've got mail because of AOL they're more likely to want to go see this movie or it's stop right. out in a, a store and go you've got mail it's like because you have these memories attached to one thing you have a higher chance of going to this right thing. and the, and and it all makes this weird interconnected network I mean a lot of the big advertising things especially you know well now but all the way from the fifties and stuff those <clears> taglines yes. are iconic yes. I mean got milk you know. It, it takes you to a spot. It does. It takes you, it takes it you to, to a moment, you know, or, you know, where's the beef, which is probably before <laughs> your time. Yeah, but, the Wendy's. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, or whatever, you know, it's what's for dinner, you know. You, it's true. It, you, or, like, you know, the whole, and, and it's a little different, right? Sometimes it can be taglines, but then as we right. continue to move into technology getting further and further, then you have moments of, like, I will never be able to forget Jack, be- Jack Link's Beef Jerky because of those messing with Sasquatch commercials. Yes, yeah. And it's not even, like, there's not a tagline with that. It's just, it's such a vivid memory because yeah. of what it was. It was stupid, it's just, but it's, you will forever remember it. You, you stop thinking about it as a commercial. You start thinking about it as, like, a little short series. Right, and then you, you know? have those things where it's, like, it's not even a tagline, but it's an idea behind it because like you know technically i guess chick-fil-a's tagline or whatever their marketing tagline is uh eat more chicken from the cows right but they do massive it's a whole campaign around that idea yeah of, of cows misspelling words right and just leading you towards like hey go but eat chick-fil-a but don't eat us yeah and that's yeah. what i mean it's like it doesn't even have to be a tagline anymore now it's like haha that's that sentence that's spelled wrong from this yeah. cow that looks yeah. like a human exactly <laughs> Yeah, intelligent cows who have feelings and 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 don't want to be consumed. Don't want you to eat them. Yeah. Yes, please don't eat us. You know what would be great? A Chick Fil A commercial. I know they wouldn't do it, but I want to. I almost. You know what? We should do this. Okay, I'm in. We're and we're gi- we're giving it away right now, but I don't care. 
We should do a Sarah McLaughlin or whatever. The, oh, my God. In the arms of an angel Chick-fil-A commercial with cows sitting oh, there with super sad, sad looks on their faces. Yep. And then the one tier. in the arms of an angel going in the background. And then you just hear, please don't eat us. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, Chick-fil-A. Yep. For just one 12-piece nugget a day, you can <laughs> save a cow. See, dude, we could do this. That's great. I feel like that's this great. is a good I'm idea. In. I'm in. I'm not sure how we're going to do it. We have to get a cow suit. Somebody would have to... Because CGI, a CGI cow is... I don't even think that. Let's just look up... Let's look up... Uh, what do they call it? Stock footage? Of, St- stock footage of cows that just look sad. Yep, I'm going to Google that right <laughs> find, away. Find, find the Stock footage cow. sad cow. Send hey, inner if any imger or no it's not imger what's the uh what, what's the stock, stock photo stock or, photo website um, um oh, that's I real know, big I yeah I know dude if really, anything shutter stock? shutter shot yeah stock. shutter yeah that's the one that if anything it can be thought of is there there is a stock photo of it, it i swear there. to you and it's not, like not only who is would there, ever need this not only is there a stock photo there's stock footage yes of and, anything anything Across the board, but I feel like we can pull this off. And then even if we have, even if it's like you just hyper zoom in on the cow's face, just, you know, just the slow move in, it's yeah, the slow push the camera, or just- or the, the 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 zoom start and the slow pull out. Either oh, way, yeah, you have nice. you have the same effect, right? Nice. And you got to do it to where it's like in the arms, uh, it just slowly, you know, just a couple yep. inches per, you know, you, you get an inch and a half, like every three seconds, right? Just, just a of, real slow, yeah, you know, classy camera move. You yes, know. yeah, yeah, and you know, and thankfully we don't actually have to black have a camera; we can just do it digitally. Black and white. Just the black and white, Ooh. you know. That's that's what really that, that's what gets the feels. The black and white because it's double serious. And then we we start putting artistic intent behind this, right? right. We we change into color when we come to us, right? Right. Then it's like that's the olden times. Don't right. eat meat. That's the, what the black and white symbolizes, right. right? Now we're coming into the modern time and the enlightened right. era, and we go eat chicken, you fucking right. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For one Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah. But, but that, that's yeah. That's and and what was that insanity <laughs> for just a minute and the little feud that went on between Popeyes and Chick Fil A, dude, with I'm, the a damn chicken sandwich. You know what? You know what I respect? Raising canes the entire time, sitting on the side, like who cares about a sandwich? No. Just eat the strip. <laughs> just eat the strip. Now here's the thing. That's it. And I don't know because I mean. I'm assuming that the closest Popeyes to you is probably ours. Yep, that you would it. actually go to. That's but it. Um, you know that that thing hit, and at first our Popeyes was normal, and as it continued to grow, then our Popeyes started getting it too, and it bothered the hell out of me because like it happened here whenever they reopened uh, that really bad uh, cheap Mexican Taco Tico. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, dude, it, people went crazy. It, I feel like it should be illegal. It bothers the shit out of me when people are literally all the way through a drive-through to where the drive-through continues to go out. Half a yeah, mile down the down road. The road. Th- that should be illegal. You're almost causing accidents because you just you can't look at the drive-through being at the end of at the beginning of the parking lot or the drive-in and going, oh shit, maybe I don't want a chicken right. sandwich. Instead, it's like I'm going to wait 45 minutes to get a chicken sandwich that I'm sure is okay. Why, but why is it, was it worse? Like, you know what? I'm going to come back later. You know. This line, this line will surely go away. What was worse is that happened the other day where there was cars out there. And they're like, mm. we don't even have any chicken sandwiches left. We're out. <laughs> oh, no. And there were people just still waiting until they got to the drive-thru. I'm like, yeah, we don't just, have any chicken sandwiches. Like, you just right. wasted an hour of your time. Ha, play just, yourself. Ah, flip the table. <laughs> Chaos in the streets. Lighting trash cans on fire, flipping cars over. Oh, you know what? What? Okay, you know that classic, classic, classic rock song? 
of uh, good lord, how am I forgetting the, the the way that it fucking goes? Here we go. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm having to rely on my phone a lot right now. It's uh, I don't know why. For some reason, I had the song in my mind, and then I immediately switched over to Lover Boys working for the. <laughs> For some reason, I know the song. What if you did the What if you did the Sad Cal commercial, but you had Liverpool's working for the weekend playing? <laughs> As you're zooming in, zoomed in. Everybody is working. The sad tear coming down the cow's. Can we face. add a tear onto the cow's face? <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we we're implying that oh. everyone's working for the weekend to eat this fucking cow. <laughs> Man, and everybody's uh, working for the weekend to go burn a Popeyes uh, to the ground. Really? Good lord! What is the name of this fucking song? Blaze played it for a talent show at school, and I know the song so well, and I don't know how it's evading my mind right now. I mean, it's a classic song. I really song. hope there's footage of that somewhere. But Oh, dude, you have to see Blaze. Blaze had a ringlet fro at the time, because that's yeah. his hair, his natural hair. Oh, his hair was out here. Good. Tight little, you know, not tight, actually. His, his brothers are real tight, but his were kind of loose, uh, and they're just like a little ringlet fro. I'm so excited for him to come back and watch this later. Good Lord, I, it's just bothering the shit out of me. I can't, but you know what? We got that little nugget of working for the weekend. I don't know if I'd rather do that or the Sarah McLaughlin now. You can mm. do both, and you can play them against each other and see which one does better. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yep. Do the- <laughs> we, we, well, actually, you have to put the, the Sarah McLaughlin one out there first and let it do its thing, and then you have to come behind it with yes. the other. Yes. Because then... You- no, I, I got it. All right. Okay. okay. So the, the Sarah McLaughlin thing is for the cows, right? Yep. And then we're going to come back with chickens that look happy. And we're going to... You know, and they're it's, and it's the chickens being little like sunglasses. It's the chickens on. being like, dude, in like one week, I'm gonna be in that motherfucking stomach. <laughs> and it's like they're all working to just fucking die, oh, which completely man. undermines the long running thought that people have getting, of chickens being completely, you know, getting dark, getting shit on, and just living in tight clusters. But you know what? Yep. That's not the experience I've seen. My family up in uh, in Berryville, uh, my grandma for the longest time ran a chicken house for Tyson. Yeah. And dude, her chickens are fucking awesome. They were yeah. treated well. They had a yep. nice big old thing. They they, they weren't just the, st- stuffed in there. She did all it. The, I mean, this entire area around, especially into the Arkansas side of things, yes. is all chicken farms. Yes. And every chicken farm I've ever seen has, has been normal. And the has chickens not are been the factory farm. Yes. Thing it's been you know these chickens have plenty of room to run around. That's why I like eating Tyson. I, I literally I know so many people that sell their chickens to Tyson, and their I chickens mean, are treated fucking. Phenomenal. I know that stuff exists out there. Of course it does, and, and I just haven't seen it. And that crap is totally inhumane and horrible. But at the same time, you know we used to have to chase our food down and 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 starve and and not get it for days and days and days before we even had spears and stuff. We we were and here's the problem, you know, persistent hunters. <laughs> You know, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd literally so. have to continually follow it until it was too tired to run anymore. Then we'd fuck it up. And then we'd <laughs> hit it with a rock. Then we'd do the Dave Spell. Gotcha, right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> with a unity ring and all, just yep. punch the shit out of this fucking deer. Unity. Yeah, that's but, it. That's uh, it. But that I said this the other day uh, in our Discord, we were talking about it, and don't be wrong, I do completely agree with the fact that that happens. I, I think it's area specific because one of the things that's great is yeah. not only yeah. do I know people who sell their chickens to Tyson, I also know that the Tyson's made in four different places around here that the chicken comes from within a couple of miles from where it's at. The chickens go to it. My family it, yeah. works at Tyson up in Berryville, so it, literally my grandma had the chickens, and then my uncles would work for Tyson. It's like across the board, if you know where your chicken's coming from and you know what you're getting. I I eat Tyson with absolutely no problem. I like it. Yeah. You know, and then but because you, you but because you've seen Exactly, I understand the chain of events, but we're also in a part of the world, a part of America rather, uh, that has the ability 
to do this. We have the land to give them plenty of room. We right. have the farm. We have I mean, acres and acres of unfarmed uh, or of un pasture, just yeah, open pasture. land. Yeah, yes, my exactly. entire extended family is in cattle ranching. They're in cattle ranching. See, I'm my not, uncles have started doing that. There as well. you go. And I know the factory farms exist, and and they're horrible conditions. But to my experience so far, every cow I've ever seen has just so much room to do and dude and they're kind of cool they're like character cows and they're, and they're yeah it's yeah. like you go up to them it's like what's up dude it's like they're, cows it's like what's the what the fuck's up they're, bro they're almost they're almost pets sometimes which dude, is dude they essentially that's, are that's sad in a different way now that way. gets weird right i had to that's talk to my family different way. yeah i had to talk to my family i was like look i was like have y'all ever eaten a cow that you raised and they're like yeah we have and i was like how do you get over that and they're like well essentially it's kind of like you understand they're part of the food chain and it's like we didn't kill her early to do this right. we waited until she was at a poor quality of life and then we were like you know we're, we're ending her life yes exactly and, and, and now she's being now she's becoming part of the food chain for us and we're more intimate with the food we understand what it is where it came from and i was like that makes a lot of sense your listeners that, are gonna be so fucked up right now they're gonna be it. like i don't even know where we were going with this <laughs> we ended up talking about the ethical treatment of animals, of animals. And stuff and, well, but that leads me to one thing is I, where I was talking about in the Discord the other day is I don't think people that people seem to be pretty shy about wanting to say what the actual problem is and it's not necessarily that yes these animals are treated poorly but the problem is not just people wanting to continue to crank out food it's about the fact that we waste so much because we have to produce so much yes. because we have so much yes. population and it's a scary thing people don't want to talk about population because the only quick fix to population is to just fucking kill people and, which and I'm not not a great I idea am not, not a great idea. That's what we're doing. Not at all. I don't agree with that. But it does. The thing is, is because people don't even want to talk about it, I feel like there's no measures being put in place to slow people down so that, that we can at least eventually get to a point where our right. population is under right. control. Instead, we're we, just expanding and expanding, 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 and and that expanding population demands more food for survival. And you reach a point of no control. It's like you know, cows farting and and fucking with the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> but you real, I have a, I have cows, a, I have a strict no politics. Uh, the the network is holding me to a no politics. <laughs> Actually, there I, I can't talk about that. Yeah, I'm not even fucking with but, the whole the Green New Deal thing. I'm not talking about that at all. Yeah, but no, I just mean that the whole thing about people being like, hey, you know, cows fart and fuck up the ozone. Okay, yeah, let's, we have science that says that. I, but yeah, but, but, we we, but we fart and fuck up the ozone too. <laughs> yeah, but we wouldn't have that problem if we didn't have to have as much cows as if we did to make as much meat as we did. And it's like. All of that is cheap eating. When people go, oh, dude, I have very little money. What do you see people eat often? Ramen noodles, which is terrible for you, and chicken. Yep. People will normally use chicken as their meat of choice when they can't afford much because right. it's incredibly easy to do that. Right. Cows exist the same way. You can get you can get ground beef for like three dollars sure. a pound. I mean, there, and you can stretch the hell out of some ground beef. There, there's cheap meat out there. You know, it, it exists, but it, to to have to to worry about where it's being sourced. And and hoping that you're eating it and it's been raised ethically and it's been treated humanely is such a scary concept for me that you almost have to avoid it. Or are you just constantly being this like right? Uh, I, I get into this point of existential like, crisis, a total, a total existential crisis. Because then I'm like, I, I couldn't exist unless I had eaten this stuff that had been treated so horribly all of its life, you know. But 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 I'm not a. I don't think I'm a bad person. And then I, but then I go back and think about how many cheeseburgers did I eat this week, you know? And, <laughs> and then, I eat so many. I don't. I even, I'm not even gonna lie. 
and 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 so so you get into I think I'm a good person until and but I did that but maybe I'm good maybe I'm not. See, but doesn't it come into that thing of it? I feel like way too often people completely ignore what your intent was. Sure, and I sure. mean that across the board. Be it eating meat, people are like, "How could you do that, you monster?" I'm not going to the fucking burger store and going, "I can't wait to eat this motherfucking cow that was treated like shit." Can I kill the cow too? Is that an option? You know, I don't want to kill it. I just want to slice its nipple off and watch it suffer. <laughs> <laughs> but my point being is that people don't do that. Nine times, ninety-nine people out of a hundred, or even nine hundred ninety-nine people not out of even thousand, thinking about it, are not even co- worried about. It. They're nope. thinking about self-sustenance, feeding themselves, going about their business. Right? They they, they get their they get their deluxe burrito, and a lot of and the reason that you can tell that is one half of it, and they give the other half to their kid, and they're like, "Eat this cow meat," and then. <laughs> That's it. You know how people eat cookie dough out of the tube? Can you imagine somebody just like slicing open a thing of ground beef? Oh, <laughs> oh no, oh uh, no, co- oh good lord! And my my wife <sighs> does that too. Not the ground beef, obviously, but the cookie, <laughs> the cookie thing. Dough. And, and I and I do. I don't know if you can tell, but I do too. And the, people are always like salmonella. I'm like, dude, just settle who down. Who cares? Nobody's gonna eat. You can't go get salmonella from Toll House cookies. Now, get out of here. It'd be different. It'd be great if the people that were still, you know, people being like, oh, you can get salmonella, and then people eat it anyway. Like, well, whatever. I'll take the chance. It'd yep. be more funny. It would be a really interesting, if you could do the experiment where no one knew prior, but you just like people, you introduce this someone is, who never had cookie dough, right? Right. They eat cookie dough, they fall in love, and they start eating the shit right out of the tube, and they're like, it's amazing. And then go up to them later and be like, you know you can get Ebola from eating Yeah, yeah. That, you know this could kill you. Like, and I'd let be like get, something scary. Yeah, and then let them like, get like five tubes deep, you know? Well, more just, than that, I'm talking about months. Oh, I'm talking about like six months of this oh, person once a week eating a thing, a cookie. I'm like, this is my cruel. best part of my week, right? They go to work. Like, they work yep. a shit-ass job. Yep. Friday comes. They go home. They open up those Toll House cookies and just fucking yep. pound it right and in their face. Like, well, six months later. Hor- how's that horrible disease treating you, you know? <laughs> six months later, disease. we go, hey, you know that we, we do like a broadcast across. This is like a Truman Show world, right? <laughs> Where they all exist in a bubble, a, 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 a dome. Yeah. And then they're just sitting there. And then we have the news person go, okay, okay, now. That they're all addicted to the cookie dough. We're going to make a news broadcast about how cookie dough has Ebola. Then we're going to see how cookie dough sales continue happens. to go. Yep. Right? Let's just see, let's just see if they trend downward. Do you think that people fucking love cookie dough enough? They're like, and it, here's the thing, right? I can, it gets I weird. Can tell you can, for, I can tell you for a fact they do. <laughs> people are like they do. I'm a risk I'm that Ebola. one of them. I would. They, this will give you AIDS. Well, fuck it. I'm eating it. <laughs> well, you know what? Magic Johnson fucking survived. Uh, yeah. <laughs> If Magic Johnson can do it, I can do it too. You know the fucking South Park joke of, oh, you got to inject all your money into your bloodstream. Dude, one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen from South Park was that where they do that and they go through the whole thing where it's like people going to like neighborhoods and being like, you can just do that. And then you see the one car drive out in the middle of Africa. (laughs) And it's just all these Africans who probably don't Uh, even speak English. And they're just sitting there emaciated and this guy goes, take all your money and shit. Put it into your, shoot it into your veins, Straight and it's like in. that means nothing to these people. Mainlining it, that shit's hilarious. I just there's there's some jokes that's just like it's obviously the, a joke. You just yeah. gotta you gotta drop the shit and realize that the entire yeah. existence is to be how ludicrous is this situation? Yep. You know, and, and and I know other people have talked and touched on this, but we where we're at as far as people being offended about everything. Yes, it's it's such a such a tiptoe existence that we, that you have to lead to avoid offending anyone, and that, that there comes a point where you just kind of gotta go. You know what? You're not gonna make everybody happy. Well, and that's the thing, right? If you try, and people be like, well, comedy should be clean. There's no way. It's because impossible. If it's you're impossible. worried about you're saying, going to offend someone. With anything you with do. anything. My dumb video that I didn't even care about, 
offended people enough to send me hate mail. Some really vitriolic, horrible shit, by the way. Do we get to go to that in the in the mean tweets section that yeah, we're going to essentially do? You know what? I'm going to just do it. Fucking do it. Let's do it. If I'm going to go back got and read. Available. I'm going to go back and read some of the hate mail that I got. Do you like save them in a special part on your phone so you can go back and look at them? Uh, it's, it's on my Reddit account, and I can just go and find <laughs> the, the very bottom part. Where did I you, put You know what Reddit? I found really ironic about that? Is I knew, I like Reddit is probably the area where it's going to be bad, but dude, YouTube comment sections can be pretty relentless, oh, too. Oh, terrible, too. And they I got to say, really man, bad. I was but really surprised that the majority of your comments I, were positive. I have been, too. I have been, too. Totally surprised at YouTube. Reddit, I wasn't terribly surprised about, but YouTube has been so amazingly positive and full of love Which and you happiness. Know, when you watch certain people and you go and look at their comments, it's like, dude, people are mean so often that it surprised me that something that hit a million views is still overwhelmingly positive. I'm having some. It's not one to connect, but I, but I remember them well enough to know what they said because they burned themselves into my brain. Oh, there we go. Maybe it's going to work. Um, <laughs> Nothing burns into your memory quite like someone saying that they want to kill your family. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, the 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 one the my favorite one. My favorite one is the one where somebody said, uh, "You know, maybe being creative isn't for you. You should get other <laughs> hobbies." That sh- I laughed. I I <laughs> cried laughing. Dude. I cried laughing because the best part of that one was I was like, well, let's see what your creative talents are. And I clicked on her channel and it was one unboxing video of her unboxing a big, huge box of weed. That was the whole thing. (laughs) And it wasn't even, it was like, I'm just going to open this box right here and here's some weed. And that's, and that's my video. I hope you like it. That's Though, the here's end. the other thing about that, right? Not only is it funny because you got that victorious moment of like, here you are fucking over here I, trying to right. show me that you're like apparently the police you're, of great content. You, you're, you're the one that knows everything good in the world. Which, okay, I will and, say this. I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the idea of when people say... One of the arguments I hate the most is when you have a you have a real criticism a criticism that's fair that you're not being ridiculous about and you're saying hey look this is the way I feel about this you know right, right. I think that this could have been better in this area and then someone goes that's you, you write your own fucking song it's like hey hold up bro that's different it, you can't say that I can't have an opinion so I can't say that I can't watch somebody perform a brain surgery who there's I a, see obviously fuck up and then go he didn't do a very good job on that brain surgery go you perform your own brain surgery there's a difference between being constructive and criticizing someone one yes and just being an asshole yes and that one was obviously meant to be an asshole so being able to click through and be now, like, look and at your fucking the thing is i hope i'm wrong i hope that person was being an asshole on purpose to roast me because it's fucking hilarious Dude, I, that's what that was the other side of it right is that yep. the the jokes that make me laugh the most are things that hit right into shit that i already think right there because like here's the thing i know that you were already right part of why you didn't want to post as a reddit is the thing was, of like you're already doubting your own creativity like maybe i'm just maybe right. this isn't as good maybe this sucks and i'm not saying it's high art by any means it's definitely not it's a fat dumb dude jogging down the road and dancing most of it you know yeah so it's not exactly you know the mona lisa i get that but 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 there is some humor in it and to me there's some humor in it you know i was doubting it really hard and i was really scared to put it out there the fact that it got as much positive attention as it did is really awesome but the negative stuff after was i was like you can't roast me harder than i can roast me (laughs) I hate myself all the time. You know, you can't well, see, say something to me that I haven't already said to myself way better than you can say it a million times. You know what's great about the video, so, though? One of the things that, like, nailed the head, I, I was like, this is the same shit I do. 
I, you know, there's some, there's a great thing about self-deprecating humor, yeah. which that song is full of, right? Oh, 100%. To an extent, you know, 100%. It's, it's, it's small stuff. It's like... There's a line. You have no you have no ammo. I've already made fun of the fact that I'm fat. I've already made fun of the fact that yeah. my hair is gray at certain areas yep. or falling out in other areas. Yep. I make jokes about... Or being, migrating to whole new areas that it <laughs> never was before. But it's like, oh, my pubes are gray now. Shit. Yep, yep. And, and five miles long. You know, just maybe. the one where you just pull it out. You're like, is this a spaghetti it's still, noodle? It's still going. It's still going. But that that one got me. That was a good one. You ever one. have those moments where you have a hair on your body and you're like, you start to pull it and you're like, no way this is connected to me. This has got to be like my wife's yeah, hair. And I, you just I keep have, going and then I have. And you go, ah! Oh, that, oh, that was a sensitive area. <laughs> nope. Uh, this one, here's a good one. Nothing about this is clever or funny. <laughs> And and it really wasn't clever because I really wasn't putting that much effort into it. I really didn't. If I'm being 100% honest, that's a great one too. That's perfect. The brevity is what makes it even more funny. Not they, even, don't, they don't expound any further. It's just... N- not, no capitalization, no period. They did not give a shit. Not one. And I appreciate that. They didn't even care enough to bother with punctuation. Not a, not a bit. And then the, and the response to that, the next person, so very true. That's exactly what they said. Same thing. No capital, no punctuation. You know, I the, appreciate the lack of effort. I really do. There's a part of me that hopes, and I know that this probably isn't true, that that motherfucker was so like, this is going to dig this man so hard that he switched to an alternate account, came back, responded to his comment on a different account, and said, so I got accused true. of that. I got accused of that. And I didn't. That's amazing. Also, got accused of paying to get it up there. That was something somebody else accused me of. They're like, "This is obviously a paid post." Good and lord! Look, yeah, I, you know how I much you would have to pay to get a video that. Oh, it's insane! And why, what kind of person would go from making? And this is no hit on you because I'm not. I'm right uh, there no, with you, please. But what b- kind of person would it. go from making? Videos that on average get twenty to fifty views, or maybe a hundred, whatever it is, you right. know, to turn around and get a, and, and pay to get a million. Why would you even if you're only getting that much? What kind of resolve would you have inside of like, no, this is so good that if I, pay I'm, this, I'm so committed to it that I, that I'm going to pay this much. Yeah, to... it's just some again. Why do people put bad intent on people? It's like, do you really think someone would go out of their because way they're, because their existence is so fucking miserable? They have nothing better to do. That's that's it. That's all there is to it. Like, okay, the thing about me, the idea that I might have paid to get it up there, I drive a 1998 Ford F-150 with a spring in the seat that is sticking out of the seat and poking me directly in the left <laughs> ass cheek. Everywhere I go, I have a ramen noodle budget. Do you think I can pay to get a million views? Fuck you. Hey, 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 don't belittle that Patreon money like I said. <laughs> That that twenty dollars a month got you some raising. Hey, I appreciate my patrons. Man. No, dude, that for real. So, I'm so thrilled that anyone would give money for my idiocy. You know, you see another joke that you said towards me that I know that you were just really, you were joking that made me laugh so hard because I'm like I, I know what he's getting at is the yeah. when we were talking about Patreon early, but the day before yeah. it went viral, I'm, I'm explaining to you. I'm like, you know, hey, we have a Patreon, we make this much money, and he was like. Holy shit! It, it blew like, my mind. I was like, you, you were like, you were like real, like That's real, real money. Real money. You like not you money. You guys are making real money. You guys aren't making chicken nugget money. You are making real money. I want to go find it because the way you said it just cracked me the fuck up because it was the same thing of like you were just throwing it out there as a little joke, and it was set up to where you said it because you meant it to an extent. I don't know. Oh, I, hate I did Facebook mean Messenger. it. I, I did mean um, it. But you were also like throwing out the joke of I can't fucking find it. Fuck this. Uh, anyway. Facebook Messenger wants to keep going back to the bottom for some reason. But what you said essentially was, and this is real people. It. You said, this is real people, right? Not not y'all's moms sending you 
Yeah. Like, Not mom giving you twenty five dollars a month each, right? That's, yeah, that's. I didn't really mean it that way, but dude, that, but that's a total. That's something my mom would do. You dude, know? I laughed so I'll legitimately hard at I'll that. I'll be your patron, honey. You know, she would do that. And so my it, mom's done that too. You know, I've, I've in, throughout all my music endeavors, I'll show my mom something, just, and, and it's like she's suddenly your biggest fan. Like you're so good. No, it's I nice. Know. It's nice to have. But my, look, okay, look, I just started merch. We talked about this off camera. Yes. I just started doing merch for my uh, stuff, and I was kind. Of, I was partially proud of it because I did it all myself, and so I was like, I was <clears> talking <throat> to my dad about how insane this attention that I've been getting is. I went to him. I was like, I have merchandise now, as in like. I can't believe that I have merchandise now is the way I said it. Yeah. And he was like, well, let me see it. I was like, okay. And so I showed it to him. He was like, I'm going to buy that one. It's like, you don't have to buy it. I'll just give it to you. You know what I mean? You don't have to like spend your, yes. your money on this. You're you, my dad. You know I'll the great parent you. thing of like, and it's and don't be wrong, it's awesome, right? It's like sure you, you appreciate that your parent whether and that's what's even better. I appreciate it whether she intent whether she really means it or not. I'm just like, mom, I appreciate just that you're such a good you. parent that you yep. understand that there's value in making me believe in myself, right? By, and, and you do it for your own kids too, like absolutely. And when I was a kid, like I can't, I cannot draw. I cannot draw at all. I would draw some piece of shit thing on a piece of paper with crayon and like hold it up and my dad would be like that is a really nice car and I'm like it's a cat you <laughs> that know legit, <laughs> that legit happened to me earlier today Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie drew what and I'm not kidding it looked and now this is closer right it looked right. like uh, a monkey I was like oh is that a little monkey the way she drew like the and nose then, and stuff and she goes no it's a little boy and I was like oh okay I can totally not see and that I was at like, all well at least monkeys but, and uh, you know they say that we come right. somewhere around from us so I was like I can see that we're both primates close enough <laughs> yeah. close enough there's hair on our arms but I do that to Kyrie all the time she'll draw something and I you know the first thing that comes out of my mouth is that is beautiful and that's so good looking and we'll just keep going yeah you, st- you, you end up getting a little <clears throat> bit vague with your compliments just so you don't tip that did I? Is that the wrong thing? You don't oversell it, too. Right, right. It's like, yeah, you, you just say, oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. And then, and then I'll get her to explain some of it to me. And I'll be like, yeah, show me. What's, what's everything on you? And she's yeah. like, well, that's like she drew a unicorn the other day, and it looked like everything else you ever drawn. Yeah, it's, it's, but, it's, the same, it's the same picture. And, and when you watch this 20 years from now, we're sorry. <laughs> I love you, Kyrie. I promise I do. Uh, but it's just, it's funny. But see, I, I think that there's a lot of value in letting your kids know that creative endeavors whether or not they're actually at that point yet the the point of it is to be like if my parents like you know my, my mom let me start yeah. playing guitar and then actually heard me and i probably i probably was bad when i first started you know oh, everyone's bad i know i was but she didn't really pay a lot of attention until i've been doing it for like three or six months somewhere around that point and then when, at the point when and she realized that he's not putting this down there's that and then the point where i'm yeah. also just confident enough to where i can actually play a little bit you know where you kind of have that right you, you, right you get that smug and of course i was young i was i was 14 and oh, so you, you have that you have that kind of young smug thing of like yeah, this, this, i've got I'm good. this i'm getting I'm good. it you're, you're you know. feeling proud of yourself and then your mom comes in and like there's a lot I was I looking back I really appreciate that my mom was like she, we went out and yeah. bought me a new amp and sure. then she took me somewhere and I played it and I know I was annoying the shit out of everyone. Oh you were at Guitar Center you had it turned up to a nine, No not there we went out but, to I, I bought the new amp and I just got it and I was excited but we had already had plans to go out to a family friend's house and you know I started playing and they were all like oh you're pretty good that's the and then good I, job, dude, yeah. I, but I, of course new amp and I'm not focused on any, what anyone else is doing I'm over here doing I love guitar I love this you're music you're staring at the fretboard like and, and I'm just and I have it and I'm playing you're it staring going at about it. it and I know I, dude, I played for like four hours and I was like I 
know they're fucking tired of hearing this guitar. I just know they're tired of it. But <laughs> but here I am fucking in my head. But my mom never wants. She was like, yeah. "You're so good. That's, that's great." And they just and it, they just give you nice. that they give you that confidence to keep going. And it, but that's the point, so right? Impar- it's so important as a parent to because you never know. Like I don't, I think I don't want to be a. a Did you ever parody songs as a kid? Huh? Did you ever parody songs as a kid? Oh yeah. See, look. Oh yeah. If your mom would have just shit all over your parodies as a kid, oh, that probably but, weren't very good. Uh, do, she, you would may you may have never went on to put out a parody. Do you that remember? I, I got reminded of this by a friend from school. Do you remember when the Beatles came out with that album in like the late nineteen nineties? They busted out like a like an album of stuff that John Lennon had recorded, and they went back and did all the accompanying parts for it. And there was a song that came out called "Free as a Bird." I want to say it was mid '90s. I don't know, I'm, but I'm not a big I'm not a big Beatles. I was fan, a Be- I was so. a Beatles fan, and so that came out, and I was like, oh, I had to go pick it up, and I did. And then they that "Free as a Bird" was a song, and then I was just being dumb in class one day, and I had my guitar with me, and I started singing a song that was "Flat as a Frog," and it was the same cadence, and just making up words as I went. But people lost it. They lost their minds. They thought it was the funniest crap ever. I was just goofing, you know? New boot goofing. <laughs> new boot goofing, yeah. I was just new boot goofing. New Beatles song goofing. See, and I, what's funny is I actually love doing parodies, too, and I do it all the time. It's I, great. I do you ridiculous do, stuff. You just do it like you're just driving along, it comes on the radio, and you just, boop, it pops in your head, and you start yeah. doing it. You know, yep. what is, you know what I also enjoy doing that makes no sense? I know this. I was playing Control yesterday, new game, um, and... Yeah. Hannah's sitting there beside me, and I was just messing with her. She had she had one headphone in because mm-hmm. she's watching YouTube videos, and um, so I said, out of this, uh, and I said it just low enough to where I could kind of make her second guess herself. I said, uh, "Bust down, Tatiana, right?" Yeah, and then uh, that's all I said. And then she kind of stopped, and I was I I just kept playing the game like I didn't do anything. And she yep. stopped, and she goes, "Did you just say bust down, Tatiana?" I said, "No," Mm-mm. and she goes. What What'd you say? She said, "I don't know how I heard that, but what'd you say?" I was like, "I didn't say anything," and I sold it. And she just, goes. I don't know what's going on. All right. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I waited like a good three minutes. And then I just started. I can't even remember why I did it. I started parodying another song and then just threw on at the end. Uh, I, I was just singing it kind of ridiculously. Cause right. what, what I'll do actually, it's not even like parody. And she hates this. I will take songs and just make them country songs and start oh, singing them like that. Fun. I love that's doing fun. it. And then at the end of it, I was just like, eh, I was like, blah 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 blah. Bust down, Tatiana. And I did that just so she know that I actually did. And she goes, awesome. I hate you. That's awesome. But she hates that shit. And but that's I love doing that kind of stuff. And it's just so funny. But go ahead. I was trying to steal steal the thunder from you. That's okay. My my thunder is very temporary. <laughs> this I, I, I love my lightning in a bottle is like a it, it, it's kind of like a light. A lightning bug right. in like a mason jar, it's, and it's almost dead. Yeah, I haven't fed it. It's been in this mason jar with one hole in it for days. I'm not bringing that much star power to your show, is what I'm saying. So, dude, I, I'm telling you, it, it's ironic <laughs> that I literally told you the day before this thing blew up that I wanted to bring you on the show, right? Yeah. Then this blows up, and I was like, I was now I have go- to. I was already going to do this anyway, right? Yeah. I was like. What's funny is I know there's going to be people like, oh, he, which thankfully we've known each other for so long. Sure. He officiated my wedding. That's important. I did. That to was say. fun. It very was fun. fun. And I sang What is Love at, at your wedding. Very good times. Just right in the very, I opened with that. <laughs> I started up with, with ladies and gentlemen, what is love? And that's where it went. It went from there downhill. And there was so many, there was Wu-Tang references. There were Wu-Tang, yeah. I just, I went all out. I was like, I'm, I'm only going to get to do somebody's wedding maybe one time in my you, whole life. You know life. my favorite part of that though, before what? we go back to the point of the story, is that there were so many people who afterwards messaged me like, who is that guy that did y'all's wedding? He was so funny. 
And I had multiple people come cool. to my wedding. And go, that is he cool. needs to do weddings. And and they were like, did you, did he run any of that by you? I was like, no, I gave him complete carte would, blanche uh, to do it whatever. It would be so much fun to just do to also do in, like wedding roast type. <laughs> you know what I mean? In retrospect, I'm surprised non- Hannah did not give a shit. Hannah was not like he better say this, better do this. I said, hey, I'm gonna let Kurt do the wedding. She's cool, and she didn't say Hannah's a damn so thing. Cool. And she loved it. She is man. I'm, I've I, Ever since I met your wife, I was like totally impressed. I told my I told my wife I was like, you know who needs to go do your hair, Anna. Oh yeah, yeah. Pimp yeah. my wife out. Like, don't don't pimp her out. Well, pimp her hair services out. I, I, I really did. I was like, you need to go see Hannah. I, like I just told her that like today. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I, as a matter of fact, when she dropped me off outside, she, I told her you got to go see Hannah about your hair next time. <laughs> yeah. uh, check this one out. This is this is one of those like I'm so intelligent. Type of this person is like, I am so smart. I'm, I lord everything over you, type mm-hmm. of guy. Yep. I love this one. Complete and utter trash. Low IQ peasants might enjoy this juvenile garbage. Not that hard to believe that simple minded redditors, most of them, think that this is peak humor. You know what would have been great? In this moment, I am euphoric. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, oh, you know what I love uh, is when people try to do that, and you can tell that they're they're real, they're being serious. Oh, they, they believe oh, they're this. so serious about, and then they misspell some of these big words they use. And whether it was a typo or what, mm-hmm. it's still just like fuck you. I'm yep. glad that you put that in there. Typo or not, you fucking asshole, yep. euphoric. That was that was you know <laughs> I am euphoric right now. Yep. This one I actually responded to. I don't respond to a lot of them because why? You know. But this one I actually. Responded if I were to. you, dude, I would just respond to all the like the person who said this. This is not creative, or maybe creativity isn't for you. I'd have been like, thank you. <laughs> I res- I responded. I responded to exactly two. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I responded to exactly two, and this is one of them. This is stupid and redundant. That song is already a three minute joke. <laughs> and I responded with zing. That was it. I left it alone Ooh, after see, that. Brevity. Just you can't go, don't go more. All you Why? have to say is like, dude, all I'm doing right now is acknowledging that that was pretty good rip. <laughs> yep, there was. I love I love people roasting me. It's so much fun. The other one that I responded to, um, oh man, I can't remember it. Give me, I'll, I'll come back to it. I promise you. Uh, the, a lot of my got were like, oh, so obesity is funny. You know, I, I got that a lot, and uh, and the and the ones the honestly, ones, I'd say, well, John Candy, yeah, Paul Blart, you know, that was <laughs> I, a thing. I, I like, dude, you know how many actors are fucking fat and and have millions of dollars? Sure, uh, John Belushi. I mean, yeah, that dude. guy was a legend, and you can't tell me he wasn't funny. I mean, Chris Farley. That, Chris Farley is my number one go to oh, for that. Right, he's the guy. He was the fat, funny guy. You know, and and, and dude, people and have he, tried, dude, and and he was one of those fat, funny guys who was so physical with his comedy. Oh, and actually, God. Which, his physical comedy was so, which is great, right? It's on like point. He was so physical for someone that when you looked at them, you're like, no way he could move like that. But then he did he it does. anyway. Lottie freaking da! You know? And he's <laughs> it's, just it's so great time, good at so. it, you know? Uh, uh, so, so somebody hit me with obesity funny, but it it got to where the point people were saying stuff like, you know, you're going to die, and your kids are obese, and they're going to die, and your baby is going to be obese, and he's going to die, and you're all pieces of shit, and you're going to die. That was that was a real email that I got. My only problem with that is if I put something out there, I have absolutely no problem. You say whatever the fuck you want about me. 
Don't bring my family into this. Yeah, yeah leave them alone, you know? My the- family, like, your family are just, and th- again, this is the thing. Did, was your family thinking that you were going to post a video that was going to end up putting thousands of views? Of course no not. One, no one of involved thought that that was going to happen. Not even me. I didn't even think that. Which is, which is, and I mean this. I love that. That's why I love that it happened, and that's part of why I love the conversation oh. of I. How do you find an audience the day before you fucking blow up? I, I was genuinely like, I even said like yep. Blaze message like, hey, have you seen Kurt's video? I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, and he's I told like, no, him, have you seen I, it? I told him the story, and he's like, oh, it's funny. I was like, dude, if there was anybody who deserves this, I was like, Kurt did this with absolutely no expectation, realistically. Yeah, I was like, but then. Putting it on Reddit was just you deciding to go, like, I have no expectation, but I've done this. And you know what? If there's something of value, maybe, hopefully someone can find it and it'll get some attention. something will resonate with someone. And I guarantee you, even then, right? Even then, in your mind of, I'm putting this to Reddit. And even in your mind of, if this does good, I'm sure you're like, this will get like 10,000 views. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe tops. Yeah. You know, or 5,000, you know. And here we go 10 times past that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just it went insane. I didn't expect any of that. I really didn't. I, and... Uh, you want to you want to get, get real like real talk right now? Do real talk as much I, as you want. I, I sat in the bathroom and cried. I sat in the bathroom and cried. Oh, whenever it hit, whenever it went viral, Be- because I was like, how do I how do I handle this? How do I talk about this? Not how do I approach this and and remain um, humble? Uh, because it's. Just such been such a surreal experience. Yes, it's yeah. been so insane. The and, and emails see, and the calls I've gotten. But do you, but you want to know how my life has changed the absolute most? Mm. I don't ever not pick up a phone call anymore. Every time the phone rings, I pick it up, and it doesn't matter what area code it is. If I don't have it saved, if that phone rings, I pick it up now because mm. I never know who's going to be on the other end of it. And it's so far, it's I've gotten a bunch that have been really cool stuff and opportunities that i can't talk about yeah, publicly sure. yet but every now and then it happens to me i pick up the phone and I, the ego takes over just a little bit i'm like hi this is the dad guy and they're like we would like to talk to you about your car's <laughs> warranty <laughs> hi this is jim from dealer processing i know I, uh, you got me again and here you are trying to talk three times you're, you're trying to talk them. shit to, to people by answering the phone like hi <laughs> this is a dad guy and it's a fucking recording to put you in your place <laughs> shit you see, I talk out of my ass one time. <laughs> one of them was from a Los Angeles area code, too. So oh, that was when I was like... Even better. Oh, no. This is Ellen, isn't it? This is the, this Dude, is the one. You know how sick it would be if you went on Ellen? I'm, ter- not, I'm not terrified of Ellen as a person. She you seems know she's like from the, around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah Prescott, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not terrified of Ellen as a person. She seems like the nicest, most oh, absolutely. humble person on earth. Just great to get along with. I'm terrified. I call it White Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she is she is for white women. Oh yeah, what Oprah is for? Yeah, yeah, don't be wrong. Oprah was Oprah for white women for a long time, but yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm not terrified of her because she seems like wonderful and genuine and just you know. Oh, absolutely, both of them actually. Yeah, Oprah Oprah. too. Yeah, but what I'm terrified of is her show. These are two different entities. Yes, you know she she being who she is. She's I've, I've watched. Like a ton of her stuff, and like comedians and cars and getting coffee. Yeah, and all that see, stuff. I, I'd hope, dude, you know. yeah, the weirdly enough, I like Ellen, no problem. Uh, yeah. I, I would hope that you'd get to meet her wife, Portia. Yeah, because I fucking I would love, love her. To. She's hilarious. I would love to. The the thing that scares me is her show because her show has the most insane shit that goes on in her show. Like, yes, I so scared that like I'm gonna have to like sexy dance to Genuine's Pony or something, <laughs> you know. 
I would have and, to just, I, then you also have to contend with the fact that of all the people who probably could make it happen, she would be the person to be like, close your eyes, and then Billy Eilish Billie would Eilish come up from fucking behind you. Right. Covered in Come out and cover your eyes and go, guess who? Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and then, then she's you, got the Technicolor thing going on with the spikes and the... It stabs you in the eyes while trying to cover. That's that's she'd be the person that could make that happen. I'm terrified of of like seriously the person the possibility of having to to sexy dance up the aisle to someone <laughs> and do a weird thing. And I would have to. But the thing is, once you're in that spot, you're in that position, you have to commit. Yep, a hundred percent. You know, it comes on. You got to get totally wild for video people. That was a treat. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, you know what? Hey, considering that your following is on YouTube and that they have a high chance of watching this, there we go. You you have done exactly what you need to do for them. I'm I'm sorry. Speaking <laughs> of that, <laughs> no, this is I actually, just lost two thousand subscribers because of that. <laughs> but he was cool. They, until he just they to, exited the the channel so fast. <laughs> they're just watching this and they immediately go, huh? And then and, click over to the other uh, tab, unsubscribe. Yep. This is gonna get away from this. I've I've destroyed your show. That does bring to a pretty interesting question, though. Are okay. you curious at all? Or or I, I mean, don't be wrong because right now you just you're rolling with the flow, right? Yeah, and I have we, to. like we said, yeah. we, we were already going to do this yeah. beforehand, right? I, I literally before the, anything ever happened, I said, Kurt, I love you. I, I know that like you're funny. I, I think you're hilarious. And, I mean, if that's not, I, I obvious, don't know where you get that. We'll. I'll, I'll take it as a compliment. But, you know, Thank me you. and Blaze are like, dude, Kurt's so fun and, and goofy. And Saul doesn't know you, but he was like, he seems like a funny guy. And we're going through it. And, you know, I was like, I was so excited to have you on when, when I even said that. Before I even sent yeah. it to you, I actually was like, hey, do you guys think it'd be okay to get Kurt on? And they're like, yeah. And then I sent it to you. And then, of course, this happens, right? right. And that's the kind of thing where it's like, it was so funny because – now it's like you're going through this thing of like this show is so different from what got you famous, right? Right. I said, you know, when we were talking when it first went over, I was like, you know, I was like, hey, I, I thought it was funny already, but then we were like, why did it go viral? I was like, you know, it's family friendly. Yeah. Uh, it's something that a lot of dads who, you know, dads exist across the board. There's some that love crass, ridiculous humor, but right. because once you become a dad, like you're talking about, it kind of softens you in an interesting way. Right. And changes the way you feel. You get about a little things. bit more open to, to a little bit of everything. Exactly. You know? So the video touches on enough things to where I feel like it's a somewhat universal thing for specifically dads. And then the other people, because there's people that aren't dads who are, there's women who love dad jokes, right? It's just like, sure. like your wife. Sure. And it, you get she, to that thing. She, like, she helped me write a bunch of the dad jokes. So you, you, so. you tie into a bunch of those things. So I was like, you know, you're family friendly and people are finding you because of that. And even like your little coffee rush thing, which I, I also think is a, is a, it's a good joke. Yeah. I remember when you it's, first sent it to me and you first did like, cause you know, you sent to me, it said coffee rush and this was months ago, yeah, a year a ago. Maybe. Time, I didn't yeah. remember. And as soon as I saw you tapping the spoon and going, dun, 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 I was like, son of a bitch. And yeah. I didn't know how far you were going to take it. And as soon as it switched to you doing the crazy lights and guitar, I was like this motherfucker. It yeah, was hilarious. It was, and that, that was, it happened in real life. That was a, not, not me playing the rush on the oh guitar. you were I was, actually doing I was, that. I was i was stirring the coffee like this and i went ding and it made the little warbly ding sound you know that neil pert's yep kit thing makes in that particular moment <laughs> yeah. just like perfectly and i was like oh god that sounds just like yyz see now here's the thing about that yyz you go into that thing where you know the person who says that this is not creative or creativity isn't for you to me that is exactly creativity creativity is realizing my opportunity when they strike and you and you the way that you perceive things is enough for you to be able to t hear that and go, I can capitalize on that. Yep. And, and, and finding inspiration from things around you. Yes. You know, important. And whether that's an artistic, serious inspiration or just making a dumb joke, <laughs> yeah. 
which is what 99.999% of what I do is. Exactly. Is yeah. make a dumb joke out of something I saw or heard or experienced, you know, like my wife getting shot in the face with a laser. That was, that's a real thing. My, you've met my wife. Of course. She, I think she's pretty. Blazes, Lovely lady. My Blazes met her. He came to my house and did pictures and stuff. Speaking and, of which, I, I, I'm going to kind of throw it out there. He was going to get in touch with you again. He wanted to see if you'd do family photos. I would love again. to do family photos for him. I figured you would. Yeah. I told um, him I, I told, well, he was going to be here, but I'll, I'll tell him in case he forgets about he'll it. He'll see it. He'll see it. <laughs> he'll see it. Um, was, oh, yeah. My wife. She has, she, she's gorgeous to me, and she has these big, beautiful eyes, and they're so big. They're like crazy anime eyes, you know? Yes. They're huge. Hannah and, has big eyes as well. And so, and, it's and weird because I have Asian eyes. Yeah, and you kind of do. I do too. I have the tiny little, the slit yeah. of an eye. She has these big, beautiful eyes, and so it was kind of a distress to us to find that she was having little artifacts floating across her vision. Oh yeah. And so she went to an optometrist, and they were basically like, you know, your eyes are so big that they're literally tearing themselves apart. Oh wow. Yeah, she had this uh, lattice degeneration in her eye, sure. and so her retina and stuff was like just literally pulling itself apart, and she had holes in that. And yeah, that was the look that I had on my face exactly because they were like, "You can go blind, you can go blind from this. We have to send you to a specialist." So they sent her to a specialist, and he's like, "We have to do a surgery on you. We have to do a procedure, and you're gonna have to have somebody drive you because you're not gonna be able to see a little bit after the procedure, and you're gonna have to be careful and wear sunglasses and yeah, all this stuff." Yeah, yeah, right. So I drive her to this procedure, and we get there, and no joke, the doctor that comes in to do this procedure. Looks like he's being controlled by Geppetto on crack. All right, he is just j- janky, just doing his arms behind his back, and he's like twisting in weird ways. He's a Chinese person. I know it's not cool to do a Chinese voice. I'm just going <laughs> to say the things that he said. Okay, Dave Chappelle That's did what, it. Well, but yeah, but he's Dave Chappelle. He That's, can get by with that. My career will be good sunk. Point. So he can he can survive that. I can't. Um, so that's going on. On top of uh, that's the first thing that's going on. Um, they've put these drops in her eye that numb it, and then they put these drops in her eye that dilate it. So she has this big, crazy-looking thing going on with one eye because they only did one at a time. And so he comes in and he says, "You know, we're going to do the procedure now." And so he, with his crazy twitchy hand, is holding this lens, like a big, thick lens, almost like a prism, like directly over her eye, and he's wearing. Just crazy, like Daft Punk looking helmet. Okay? (laughs) It's insane. It has a pin light on the side that's shining into her eye. It has this uh, big, crazy unicorn horn looking thing on the top of it. It has a cable that's going out to this laser emitter that is this big. It's huge. It, it's, everything on it is written in Russian, except for the number on the back that says like 2,000 milliwatts or something. You know, it's this huge number. And I'm like, they're going to hit her in the face with this laser. From Russia? From Russia, right? <laughs> so he's got it, and he's just like, a, he's seriously, I don't know what's going on with him. He's got something, right? And I don't want to make fun of that. Making light of someone that has a disease is not very cool most of the time. Unless it's AIDS, but yeah, we've already fucked that train up. We really have. We really have. We've run that one right into the ground. He he's basically standing over her, twitching like this, and he's got the helmet, and his assistant is there, and she's wearing these crazy '80s glasses that cover her eyes, and they're like, "Don't look at the laser." 
I'm like, I'm going to try my best not to, but curiosity. See, that's like the whole uh, don't grab the plate because the plate's hot. Right, but you got to. Dude, I have that shit bad. It's, it's the call I go to void, somewhere and they sit right? there and they go and, they, and they, they'll put the plate down. I'm like, watch that plate. It's hot. And then I immediately it's touch straight. it to move it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, oh. It's not in the right spot. Just got to put it And here. it's not the thing of like, that wasn't that hot. Or like, oh, I feel alive. It was yeah. hot. <laughs> what a rush. It's like injecting heroin. Just... <laughs> It's a good thing I don't do drugs because I would probably just fucking fling off right off the cliff. OD behind a dumpster, <laughs> you know. Uh, th- so he's got the thing. Too bad he's our Chuck E. Cheese's doesn't have a dumpster. That'd be a fucking oh, but they what do a, have the little bin, the little a, bay right beside. What an it. image! What a powerful image <laughs> that is. Yeah, ODing behind a Chuck E. Cheese dumpster. Yeah. With, That's if my with career old goes, Chuck E. Cheese pizza thrown out on top of you, or yep, the, the people didn't, dead, the dead. employees didn't even notice you. <laughs> they yep. just fucking. Or he's he's there like but, always. Oh. Regular Tuesday night at Chuck E. Cheese, Kurt's OD'd behind the dumpster again. <laughs> That's where my career could go. There's a possibility. <laughs> to the dumpster behind the Chuck E. Cheese. Right. It's either to the top of Dad Joke Mountain or the dumpster behind Chuck E. Cheese. Which is also great because Chuck E. Cheese, kids, kids go there dad with their joke. parents. Dad, bam. That's it's where a, I'm going to start We've reattached my, it to the Dad Joke. I'm going to start doing uh, stand-up at Chuck E. Cheese. That's what I'm going <laughs> to... Amongst the animatronic characters... <laughs> Yes, that's I'm a fantastic pro- I'm going to program, them, program the characters to go, ha, 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 and then... Fake laughs, and then kill themselves. <laughs> ha, 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 and then they pull a gun up to their head. <laughs> oh, that's and it's, good. And it's an animatronic, even better, right? It's an animatronic gun that goes up to their head all robotic, and then it goes, <laughs> click, and then they go, fuck, because <laughs> it doesn't actually kill them. Kill me, kill me. <laughs> So okay, so we're standing over. He's standing over with this with this big thick lens, and he's just holding. He, there's no machine like holding the lens. Yeah, he's doing it manually. Oh, lovely. Okay, so no pressure, right? Just shoot her in the face with a laser, and don't blind her for life. He's got the thing. He's looking. It's uh, he's got these big crazy glasses on that magnify everything. Okay, yeah. And his assistant is there, and the room is quiet. He goes, look to the left. He presses the button, and this laser shoots out! And it, like, hits the prism thing, and I'm assuming it shoots into her eye in the proper area, but the rest of the room is like a Pink Floyd laser light show. (laughs) Just pew, 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 pew! I was like, oh my god, I should have dropped acid before I came here. This would be great! Wouldn't that make the drive home with your wife just that much more interesting? I know. Man, are you seeing this road? I'm not seeing anything, honey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, so, sorry, babe. Oh, so that's going on. But the best part of the whole thing is, and I'm not sure what their office etiquette is like whatsoever, but at some point he's blasting my wife in the face with a laser, and this other assistant just opens the door, not like gently. So fucking not kicks it open. Basically, Bow! not 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 you know. Like, like you're going through a door in a Resident message, Evil right? game. I have a, I have a message for you. Nothing like that. She opens the door. And she goes, "Hey, injection!" Like and he like his whole like turns like this while the laser is firing, just like Iron Man blasting across the room. Like leave a scar across my wife's face, like she looks like Scar from from the Lion King, forever because this bitch had to kick a door open so someone could get a shot. Dude, just take a minute and think about what you're walking into. 
you don't walk into a person's into an OR where somebody's having heart surgery and be like, "Hey, you left your windows down on your car. It's about to rain." <laughs> yeah, you, no, you do the calm. Uh, would the owner of a 2008 <laughs> <laughs> your windows are down please uh, thank you but very the point much. is uh, if you're if you're having laser-based eye surgery <laughs> we hope that this did not discomfort you in any way oh <laughs> what do you drop oh. again if you're the owner of a 1999 <laughs> <laughs> f-150 <laughs> your car is on fire <laughs> The laser that shot away from your <laughs> eye went directly through the building and hit your car. Oh, that's what that's what serendipitous. Would to me. That's what would happen to me. You know that would not make a terrible skit where like you go in and you you make it to where it's almost like the doctor like you every shot with him is like almost horror like yeah. and then every shot yep. is just your wife is like until she lays down and it like starts to get into like this it creepy it, it, it goes and settles into like a creepiness and that, then you're sitting there watching get out vibe you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. yeah and then you just have it to where as soon as the laser goes it just fucking like if, this is once you get way more money and it just <laughs> yeah, fucking I'm gonna need you CGI, CGI rip this building apart and then oh. you actually have it go out and shoot your fucking F-150 <laughs> that'd be great I'd love to demolish my truck that way oh dude that'd be killer right what, oh. what a great story would be that for some reason this gets you blown up enough where you have enough money to buy a new vehicle and then you can just like ah fuck this old just thing destroy it on camera for some dumb thing do you think thing. you could are you one of those people that like I, I find I would love that I'm, I'm a little weird I find that I find the I find the best bits in the worst of things like I had a I had a 99 Eclipse uh, yeah. When I first started at Leadwell, I don't know if you actually remember singing it because I yeah. didn't have it for very long. I remember, uh, dude, it. that thing would break down like every month. Yeah, but I love that car, and I don't know why. Well, it was a little do. hard to get do. rid of it, you know. You just do. There's there's a car. There's one or two vehicles you own through your life. Well, you it's more than it, that, like you, you know, get attached to. I just I, I I my truck I had before that that I had to get rid of because it had it got 11 miles to a gallon, and I sure. lived 11 <laughs> miles away from where I worked. So it was right. like, a, and it was back when gas, gas was 4.29 a gallon here. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Crazy. So you know, it's like I couldn't afford it. I was making very little money because before I worked at Lead while I was working at the hospital. Um, oops. <laughs> Oopsie. Either way, uh, but before I worked out there, I was uh, I was working at the hospital, so. I would literally have to drive, and I was making seven thirty-seven an hour, and I would have to literally go to work would take up half, half of my of, first hour, right. if not more, yep. and then that's not even accounting for taxes. So it's like, yeah. across the board, I was like, this sucks. I just couldn't afford it. It's like, you know, I had to plan. If I was already in town, I had to go to the store. I couldn't mess up and yep. forget anything, because it cost me so much money to go back into town. Yeah, there's a point where it becomes cheaper, that a, but, a new vehicle becomes cheaper. I love that car. Oh, I love the truck, and it actually didn't give me any problems. It was weird. It was a 95 F-150. It only had 60,000 miles on it, 59,000 when I got it. Yeah, um, that's not bad. And I loved it. didn't have any real problems, but it got terrible gas mileage. So I had to get rid of it, and then I got the Eclipse because the Eclipse got 30 to a gallon. So I was like, hey, here we go. Yeah. But I named the truck and everything. So And it just takes a, it takes a spot And I miss her to this day. It, yeah. it really, that's, I find that if I own an object that even is shitty for long enough, I will find its redeeming qualities. I think everybody misses their first car. In some way, that's fair. Even, I miss my truck. Even severely. if it was a real lemon, you know yes, what I mean. There's yes. something about that first car. Like my mom had a really bad Cutlass. Yeah. She, <laughs> every time she sees one, that's like she's like, oh, yep, oh that 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 might that even it. be my car. And maybe, maybe <laughs> like, keep fooling yourself, mom. I'm pretty sure that's not your Cutlass from 1980. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't survive. 
but good lord there's something always about it's i guess it's that first little taste of freedom you know oh for sure it's what the car means right it's not even but the car is symbolic of your freedom so that you attach that freedom to the car in a weird way i I get that right i think that's absolutely true i have fond memories of the first house i ever lived in that i lived on my own in Mm -hmm. it was the same thing and of course because we did ridiculous stuff there uh i don't think you you know you wouldn't have but uh, because it was just been super weirdly late and i don't think you ever came over like that you came over doing music stuff a few times of course yeah uh but we used to do nerf wars in the house and i fucking love that right and it was like Thinking about it now within what I have, is like, who would do this? It's so dumb. We had a lot of expensive stuff in the house because we didn't have any responsibilities. I wasn't married. I mean, yeah. I was with Hannah, but I wasn't married and didn't have a kid. It was kind of like, whatever, I could do what I want. Sure. Uh, we'd get like 10 of us in a room, and what we'd do is one person would be the cop, and then they would go outside, uh, and they'd stand outside for a couple minutes. Everybody else would kind of hide. We'd turn all the lights off, wait till it's pitch black, 12 o'clock at night, right? All the lights are off. And then what we had is these little Nerf guns. And the Nerf guns had laser pointers on them. And you could kind of like a little laser reticule. And you'd oh, use those. Good. And it was kind of like the, the premise that we set up, which is dumb. But the premise that we set up is it's like a cop that like beat on the door trying to get in. And like all the people like hid and like turned all the lights off. So it's like, right. try and, you know, do what we can. Get, you know, couldn't evacuate. This is the only exit. So try and do what you can. And it was like, we had to try and get the cop down, which in today's society, talking about killing cops now is pretty gotten, rough. Uh, yeah. But that was the premise. So it was like, the cops would try and get you, but you could get them too. It was like this cat right. and mouse thing, but you couldn't realistically move. You were kind of confined to where you were, at least a small area, where the cop could go through the whole house. And we would do that, and it was it was super fun. And I have su- I have a ton of fun memories tied to exactly that. One of my favorites being Andrew, which I know you know. Yep. Uh, we were out there, and this is the first time he had done it with us. We had been doing it already for a while, and... He's playing with us, and we also brought one of our friends, Michael, into the mix. He had never played it, but he was having a blast. He was a cop. He comes inside. Uh, Andrew had... <laughs> Andrew had... The way the house is set up, you remember what used to be my music room at yeah. the end of the hallway? Yep. Uh, so that was Seth's room at the time. Okay. And he had Seth's door cracked just a little bit, like maybe three or four inches, right? Oh, he's got the murder hole set. Right, yeah. And so yeah. he was sitting there ready, and he goes to look out of the hole, and Michael's at the end of the hallway and thinks he hears something, so he just shoots, and it hits Andrew right there. Ah, that's perfect. And oh, that's perfect. Here's the worst part of it, right? All that's right. already hilarious. The best part about it is that Andrew got shot in the eye by Michael <laughs> two more times that same oh night. Oh, my God. In the same eye? Same in the same Oh, yes. Across that the board, is, and dude, it was every time it was a different spot. That is serendipitous. That I'm is telling beautiful. you, it was incredible. And I don't, that is a piece of art. I may have told you about this. It'd be my last one, and we can keep going. But uh, Seth, if you, did, you, did Seth ever tell you about his? Uh, and this is for anybody listening. This is Saul's younger brother, um, who works out there with I us didn't too. Know that. Uh, but at the time when he was living with me, you know, he. Since we were in high school, uh, he's had this thing where it's, it seems like it's maybe some form of like a physical Tourette's or something, okay. or maybe like a mini seizure or something. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell, but mm-hmm. he will like his his muscles will kind of lock up and then spasm, and it'll make him do different stuff sometimes. And we thought it was epilepsy. I, I, I think I remembered something about that. Yeah, we thought it was point. epilepsy at one point too, because yeah. it seemed like bright lights would set him into it. So we're like, whoa! But and this is a terrible move. And this is somebody he's still really he's still really close friends with. But we were doing it, and our friend Bo comes in. He's the cop. And he didn't think he didn't know it was Seth, but he didn't even think about it. He thought he heard somebody in my kitchen. And you know, the old house is set up. You come to the front door, living room, dining room, and then the kitchen was kind of like all this big L that you can kind of see. Okay. So he takes his phone, and we have linoleum. Yep. 
He takes his phone and he has an app that turns the screen into a flashing red and blue light. Oh, that's freaking right. So he so, so he what he does is he taps it, turns that on, takes his phone, puts it on the floor, and slides it into the kitchen. Then he did he like he like the he was like okay, we're gonna just give him the intentional Tourette's thing. Well, right no, now, he didn't know he didn't, he didn't know if it was Seth or not. He just thought someone was in there, so he's like, I this will light them up so I can see them. He was actually being kind of smart, you know. Oh, like, so okay. throw the light on. He didn't know who no, was in. He there. didn't know who was in. He was I thought do maybe it anyway. he was doing it intentionally, no. like oh. I'm I've got this motherfucker right now. Yeah, I've got this bitch about to get him. He'll be easy to shoot when he's flopping. But it was great. Floor. So it was Seth, right? And Seth is standing in the corner in the kitchen because oh. of the way that the, the, the stuff went. So he slides it in there, and you just see oh. Seth. And I was behind the couch, which you could see over the bar. And I see you just see it slide up to Seth. Oh. It serendipitously stops right in front of his feet. Goes up. He looks down on it. It flashes in the eye. Seth locks up and then goes, "Oh fuck!" It just. Bam! Oh, no. Face plants the ground. But yeah, it, it's the same oh. thing. It's, I have so many great memories at the house, and it's they're, they're all tied to stupid stuff that you only get to do when you're in that in between age where you don't have a lot of responsibility, but you're technically out on your own. Right. Your phone's ringing. I don't know if it is it is oh, important. That would be my wife. Let's do this live on the air. <laughs> WGN live. Hi, honey. Am I almost done? What are we at now? Two hour mark. Two hours. We can go as long as you need to. If you need um, to leave, I don't blame you. I think I think we'd probably have to go. She's got the the, the baby with her. Oh, and I've still got to go get a, a, a shirt, a nice shirt for mm-hmm. um the uh, for an appearance that for, I can't talk for events. About. Yeah, for events and yeah. Okay, yeah, we can wrap it up. Yeah, we're done. I've got a heart out, as they say in the biz. <laughs> I've okay. got a heart out. Yeah, hun. We're yeah, we're about done. Okay, um, we're we're gonna wrap it up then, right now. Okay. Okay, I love you. <laughs> All right, you got your heart out. I got my heart out. Well, you know what, Kurt? It's been a great fun time. I really appreciate it. Man, we didn't get to talk you. about band stuff, but it doesn't matter. We're gonna have back, we're gonna have you back on the show, and it'll be great because we'll be we can I'll talk be about it with Blaze as well, one of our you know the other musical friend. And when I, when I come back, maybe some things will have transpired and be done. That's yeah. That I, we can actually talk about that, but I, there are some things that I'm sworn to secrecy. That I can't talk about. Yeah, the yet. CIA have reached out to. Oh, oh <laughs> shit! I'm sorry. I thought you, you, you told me. Well, that you was, blew it now. That was confident. Now it's over. Yeah, yeah. They were I'll, saying that his uh, that his my, covers could actually save the world. So, that's uh, it. Yep. They were actually worried about saving the NFL. And they my, said my, viewership uh, is down. Um, I was going to play America the Super Bowl. But America loves half, a good dad. I was going to play the Super Tom, Bowl halftime Tom show. Saget, that's what it was. Bob Saget. Tom Saget. Bob Saget taught us anything. America loves a good oh, dad. Oh my gosh! No, we're not going to get into the, the Bob Saget. The Bob Saget thing was fantastic. He went so blue. <laughs> and shocked so many people when he did. It was so glorious. We but, talked about it off camera, but that'll yeah. be what we end on real quick. Is that we were talking over here and we were talking about how you know the the, the joke and one of the, it, I guess it, it it lends itself to the question I was going to ask you. Are you worried that doing this show that's so off the cuffs and and free balling and crazy? Are you worried that people seeing you in this kind of situation a little might shock them a little a little? Very I'm, similar I'm actually, to the Bob Saget. Joke? I'm actually when when I do uh, mention this on my various social media, I'm going to warn people in advance. That not this, safe for work. That this is not safe for work and it's not safe for kids. That yes. this is not exactly the, the, the family friendly stuff that you've come to love and enjoy. But this I is, think the people who, you, I think there'll be a ton of people who like how open and different this was to everything else. You've I hope done. so. I really hope that that's what people take away from it is, is that it, this is more informal and it's more fun. Uh, and in, I think it sells, kind of I think it sells who you are. And I don't mean, 
everybody has those sections of themselves, right? It's like sure. you you of course have those comedic sections that have no. It's just dumb comedy that right. everyone it's just you know silly dumb things, you know. And I do try to keep it, you know, I, I do try to keep it kind of PG, PG thirteen. Sure, yeah. That. There's you know every now and then I'll edge into a little bit more riskier territory, but. Nothing, nothing like coming on this show and, and, yeah, sure. and just going off the chain. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, our closing story is just to give you a port of that real quick is when we were working together. When this is me and Cor- me and oh, Kurt God. had probably known each other for a year, and this is important because the anniversary just passed. It just it did five five, five years. years five year mark. Uh, we were working, and Kurt was an IT man out where I work, and yep. uh, that's where we met. He was up in a very dangerous situation and yes. really was not doing it the way he should have been. Not at all. Uh, anyway, so he falls from a ladder that's probably, a, a, I'd say a 15-foot fall maybe. Somewhere in there, yeah. A 12 to 15-foot. And he lands and really severely hurts himself. It was it was really great. I ended up falling through an awning. Yes. And then landing on an air conditioner. Yep. And then laying on the ground. And then the ladder fell on top of me yep. somehow. And the craziest part of all this is that if he would have fallen about four inches to the other side I'd be dead. he probably would have broke his back on this big you know those, oh, those column been, things definitely would have been dead oh yeah dead or crippled for life yeah so yeah. but of course I it by like probably that much we all we all do the thing we hear it, it's right outside where i work yep. and we run out we make sure he's okay and the as soon as first we, thing i remember is mike standing over me <laughs> uh, are you alive that's the first thing i remember from from the feeling of me scrabbling at the wall as I fell trying to grab anything, that, then blackness, and then Mike looking down at me like that. <laughs> and then all of you guys coming around like <clears throat> like just standing over me like I'm dead in a casket. Yes. And then, the, so of course, once we know Kurt's okay, we immediately start joking about all this. Oh, yeah. And that's, that goes to sell Kurt. And what we ended up doing is because we worked in shipping uh, and Kurt would come <laughs> over, we were, we were creating just I to, forgot about just to that. give Kurt hell. What we were doing is we were creating fashion items out of it. The first one we did was the uh, bubble wrap, was the bubble wrap poncho. Yep. Uh, and we called it part of our fall wear lineup. <laughs> the fall um, wear. Yeah, it was great times, man. We, we, we went but really, we, we, made, we made a watch out of bubble wrap, which was fantastic. Yep. We made a yep. top hat. I still have a picture somewhere of the of my knee when it was all gnarly <laughs> yeah. and swollen to like the size of a, a cantaloupe. It was oh so nasty, and I have I think I still have some of those pictures too. <laughs> I think I still have those, but well, I've, I've got to. Kurt, go. give yourself a plug, uh, and let's roll this out. Funk Turkey on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, the Funk Turkey on Instagram, and also Funk Turkey on Patreon. Uh, gonna do a lot more stuff. Have about three quarters of an album in the can. Mm. And um, he yeah. will be on the show again. I can guarantee you. And have some TV stuff coming up too. So it's going to be really uh, weird and interesting. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen to my life because I have no idea <laughs> what's about to happen to me. I got and it. I hope I get to like look back at this in like five years and be like, "Oh, you, you poor sweet summer child," <laughs> you know. Walking in here and being like, man, this studio is really nice. And then I go back and like, it's nothing like studio, like NBC Studio B or anything, you know? <laughs> mm, yes. All right, guys. Well, it's been fun, Kurt. Really appreciate you coming on, man. man. I hope you guys me. enjoyed this. And, of course, we will see you around next time. Appreciate you.
Thanks to our patrons, Dan Barber, Josh Jarrell, Matthew Green, my name is Dan, Douglas Below, Sean Santarude, Eric McAllister, Matt Sycamore, Mr. Funk Turkey That's himself, me. Shadowist, Stephen Salazar, The Stonard, Travis Below, Eduardo Palomino, Stephen Swanland, Coy Live, Philip Laguerre, Corey Hickerson, Brian, Donovan Williams, William Digital Spooker, Derek Porter, Josh Ayers, Brandon Edwards, Sean Juanillo, Tyler Powers, and Dylan Kirby. If you would like to support the show in any way, shape, or Form, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nartech. Thank you. Can I talk about really just five seconds about how smooth the name Eduardo Palomino is? It, it, dude, it rolls off the tongue. Eduardo every time I Every time I read it, I'm like, this is a great name. Oh like, my your God. parents. That is a like, my name is Brebet. It's like it, it comes out of your mouth like it's spastic and crazy. And his is like Eduardo Palomino. Yeah, I mean, he, he sounds like a, like a Latin soap opera star. Just, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you look like or sound like or smell like, but I'm just saying you have the name. You have the name. You could do it. All right, thanks, guys. Bye-bye.